When you're smiling. Hey, you. Bubbly sparkling water is crisp, refreshing, and perfect for any occasion. Kind of like my voice, but in a can. No calories, no sweeteners, all smiles. Bubbly. Crack a smile. Tamika. Hey, what's going on? Can you hear me okay? I can hear you good. How about me? Can you hear me? Uh, yes, I can. Okay. Loud and So, clear. how's your day been? Uh, you know, it's going all right. I just washed my hair. Oh, okay. Girl stuff, you know. Oh, yeah, Riding all that girly stuff. Oil, you know, <laughs> luxuriating, oh, yeah. stuff like that. Oh, now you're using the big words now. Luxuriating. Okay. <laughs> Well, anyways, I just want to say welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for having me. You're welcome. And this is actually going to be something different that we're doing. This is actually going to be probably an ongoing episode and stuff like that with movies that make us cringe. So we decided to do the Twilight Saga. (laughs) And this saga lasted from 2008 to 2012. So... You know, what better way to go ahead and do a vampire uh, teen fiction, if you will, during Halloween. So that's what we're doing for tonight's podcast episode. And I just want to say this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. This is John DeGoria, as always, from Movie Lovers Unite. And it's just been a, pl- it's been a pleasure to actually have you guys being able to listen to us and everything. And let's go on ahead and do our... Movies that make us cringe, Twilight Saga. So this movie came out in two thousand eight, and I still remember taking a girl that I dated at that time to go see this movie. And not only that, but this is actually during the vampire craze back in two thousand eight. Whenever we had a bunch of vampire shows come out, we had Vampire Diaries, we had True Blood, we had unfortunately Twilight that came out. Um. <laughs> And then, uh, of course, you know, I went, you know what else I remember, Tamika? What? I remember taking my girlfriend, girlfriend at the time and her niece to go see this movie. But get this. I don't know if you had this problem when you went to the movies or anything like that before. But we actually had a sneaker in to see this movie. We actually had a sneak in my ex-girlfriend's niece to go see this movie. Well, how old was she? She was 13. She was like 12 or 13 years old. This movie is a PG-13 movie, so yeah, anybody... Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> that's what I didn't understand either. And the guy goes, oh, I'm sorry, we can't let you in because of the age PG-13 movie. It's not... doesn't have any violent content in it uh, mm-hmm. that I'm aware of. There's no blood splatter. Mm-hmm. They might say the F word maybe once. Mm-hmm. They did. And everything, and keep... Oh. But I'm just using an example. They never said the F word inside of the Twilight movie. But my point is, I thought it was stupid that they actually came out with that rule. But we actually had a sneaker into a PG-13 movie. Yeah, that's weird. Because I can understand if she's nine or like exactly, but she's 13 on the dot. So Right. She's like 12, maybe 12, maybe 13 years old at that time. She was in middle school. Close enough. Right. 
but still, she was old enough not to be accompanied into the movie theater with an adult to go see a PG-13 movie. You don't even need to have an adult with you for a PG-13 movie, unless it's rated R. Yeah. So that was something that I never understood. Even when I tried Googling Cinemark and trying to figure out why they did that, there's nothing on it. There's nothing, but I remember seeing signs at the marquee and everything. Hmm. Yeah, it is. But anyways, this movie came, it, it really is. But in 2008, Stephanie Meyer, uh, well, I don't know if it came, the book came out. I don't know what year it came out. Yeah, but anyways, this is a book based off. Of, this is a movie based off of Stephanie Meyer's uh, Twilight Saga books, and not only that, but this is also starring, of course, Taylor Kitsch and also Robert Pattinson. And this is also Kristen Stewart's big movie, aside from Panic Room, which Panic Room was a is a great movie with uh, with her in it, which is a movie that I prefer. Her in. Uh, but anyways, this is her big major breakout. We panic room this whole time. I actually thought that was a boy. I was like, oh, her son. That's <laughs> 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 a boy. And I was like, oh. oh. I was like, that boy right? is a good But actor. yeah, that's because of... <laughs> it turns out it was Christian Stewart. Oh. Spoiler alert. But yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. Back into, but here's the thing. I remember seeing this movie, and there's just something up. I love vampires. I love the mystical aspect of it, and everything. And then the sparkling came, <laughs> and I'm like, no, <laughs> no, just no. Just no. Vampires are not supposed to sparkle. Yeah. Are not supposed to sparkle in the sunlight. Yeah. They're supposed to die in the sunlight. And I get what she's trying to do. Well, she's trying to incorporate some type of love story between a human and a vampire. It's a different twist on it. I can respect that. I can respect yeah. that. But have it to where the vampires at least burn. Have your lore actually make sense. Yeah, because they're like, oh, our souls are damned, but we glitter. And I was like, that's not right. appealing. <laughs> I want a damn soul, no, it's not. too, so I can glitter. <laughs> and not only that, but Kristen Stewart plays this girl named Bella. Bella ends up moving from Arizona, uh, Arizona to Forks, uh, Seattle. Yeah. And this is just, right, and it's just a small town community. And basically her it's just her and her father that's living in this town it's always gloomy there the sun never hardly comes out which is perfect for vampires just to happen to live there mm-hmm. um but the first day of school i will never forget this when she's sees edward for the very first time that music that cringeworthy music that they play in the cafeteria scene <laughs> It was like watching a bad anime film. What are you talking about? I know you did some anime film. It was just like watching a... a, To be honest with you, that music would actually fit better in an anime versus a movie. And that completely took me out of the movie with the... And then it seems like every single time you turn around, there was always music being played as they were going in and out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't really know... Maybe she was appealing to that generation. Like, I'm assuming our generation, we grew up with Anne Rice. And, right. you know, like the 1992 
Kiki, Keanu Reeves, <laughs> sorry, um, <laughs> Dracula movie or any other old folklore that we're used to. And like you said, you know, maybe she was trying to make it this neat, pretty little love story, but it was definitely for a commercial market, like to sell merchandise and toys. And I, I'm, a, I'm assuming this is the first of this genre that was um, like mass market. Commercial. Basically, it was because. Film. Well, yeah, because here's the thing. I remember you couldn't even walk in Hot Topic without seeing Twilight. Yeah. You couldn't walk into a bookstore without Twilight. seeing Stephanie Meyer's name imprinted on Twilight. Yeah, and all her books um, were gone, but now her books are in Goodwill. <laughs> I don't know about that. It is. I saw it. It had a green sticker. It did? Yeah, 50 cents. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, I remember when it was heavily marketed towards teenagers, mm-hmm. and at that time I was like maybe twenty one, maybe twenty two years old. I think at the time, yeah, I think we we're around the same. And it wasn't geared towards were. me, yeah, right. And you know, I'm like, and I remember seeing it on Entertainment Weekly. I remember the cover for Entertainment Weekly when I first saw it. I'm like, you know what, this could actually be pretty good, and everything, mm-hmm. you know. But I didn't look into it too much or anything like that. I didn't know about the whole sparkling thing. I didn't know anything about that at all. I just knew it was a vampire film. I'm like, okay, I'm sold. I want to see this movie whenever it does come out. And I also like the fact, I do like an aspect of it where the Collins are not actually using um, blood of the human, but they're actually using animals instead yeah i feel like stephanie myers saw all the vampire movies we're used to and did the opposite right like she took a little that bit she, wants to... she took a little bit from Anne rice or in the interview with a vampire remember brad pitt's character he got tired of feasting on humans so he just yep. like feasted on rats on a ship yeah i remember that yeah. And that's exactly what she did. And then she just went on ahead and made her own twist on it, which is okay. But I wanted to do that and everything. Because they were saying, oh, Errol was like, well, we're kind of like vegetarians. I'm like, what is she trying to say about vegetarians? (laughs) Vampires. Well, vegetarians to us is different to vampires, I guess. Uh, Because we eat meat uh and vampires drink blood of the human. I don't know. I don't understand that part. And that concept of what she was trying to go for on that. No, not really. Oh, and then there was also another thing that I wanted to bring up, too, was inside the science classroom, when you see Edward and he's just, like, uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. it looks like he's about to pass gas. Yeah. (laughs) That's how bad it was. (laughs) And... I understand that, you know, he doesn't like the stench of the blood and everything. I do get that for people who are actually probably ranting against me right now. <laughs> um, I understand that aspect. I, actually I really do. the same thing that you just said. Like, I wrote little notes because I had to go back and see this and torture myself with this whole saga before we got on the show. Well, so I actually had the same... Even the music! They had music for that, too! Yeah, I actually had the same reaction you did, because he was like, oh, God! I was like, did he pull a muscle? 
Oh, and I want to go back to Bella being like the hottest girl in school. She come and all the guys are like, hey, right. hey, 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 what's going on? Hey, a new girl. Hey, girl. Hey. 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 Oh, she's pale. Oh, she's hot. She's hot and pale. Hey. Hey, hey, how you doing? I'm right here. Hey, You're right there. Hey, what's, what's up? What's up, girl? What's up? <laughs> yeah, but going back to Edward, uh, yeah, like you said, like he's about to gag or pass out, and then he's like, oh, my God. And I, at first, because I didn't see Twilight, the original in the theaters. I saw it, like, years mm. ago, um, probably a couple years after it came out, and I didn't know what was going yeah. on. Like, I assume he was a vampire, but I didn't know how it would be revealed. And when I saw that scene, I was like, what's his damage? Is he all right? Oh. And then I was getting <laughs> pissed off like her because he was like, oh, I need to change classes. You got anything else? I was like, what is his deal? Well, <laughs> even she was going to change classes, remember? They were both going to change classes. Yeah. And then he come back all standard, like, I apologize. For last time, I um, wasn't feeling well. I was like, what in the world? And then not only that, but he also disappears uh, like a whole month. Yeah. Too, before you actually see him again. Yeah, and then um, she was looking for him again. And the um, the background characters, which are the kids at school, they kind of give her hints right. into what she's uh, sensing about him. It's like, oh, the Cullens right. don't come outside when it's sunny. They they pulled him out of school and for hiking trips. I was like, now what kind right. of school is that where every time it's sunny, they get pulled out for hiking trips? <laughs> <laughs> right? I could just see the teachers going, okay, 100% sunny day. The Cullens are definitely going to be out today. And not only that, but you're also allowed maybe four absences if that. So not unless the te- not unless the Collins's father is running a bunch of prescriptions out for these teachers, probably, <laughs> yeah, probably giving them right? some like pills under the table. Right here's some Xanax. <laughs> my my kids are going to go out of town. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You don't know I'm a vampire, but my pale skin and my blonde hair yeah. tells me. Yeah. Here's like two but... bottles of 250 milligrams of Xanax or whatever right. you need. My kids got to go on a camping trip. Thanks, bye. <laughs> yeah, but like you said, it's like the when the Cullens were being introduced, you know, it's like that slow-mo thing, and then the background character has mm-hmm. to introduce, because the new girl's like, who is the hey? And then they're like, oh, that's the Cullens. And then the characters right. come one by one by them, and they're like, <laughs> oh, those two are couples, but I think it's illegal. Well, I'm not sure. But ill. <laughs> okay. Well, that goes to show you how small that town is, though, too. Because every small town does that. Yeah, they do. In schools. Yeah, they do that in schools anyway. I, I mean, I was witness to it myself. When I was in high school, people were like, who is that? Same. And they're like, oh, that's blah, blah, blah. I heard her dad's a crackhead. What? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't know wow. that. My goodness. Like, all of a sudden, your whole entire <laughs> high school experience just got dark. Oh, man. Yeah. It was kind of blue in there, though. Like, in the film. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then, also, too, then you have Jacob, who gets introduced, who's her only friend before the school scene and everything happens, too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. 
So you have that. So she does have at least one friend before she's actually introduced to all these other kids at school. So she actually does have some type of human connectivity with one person that's actually her age. Then, of course, her the uncle or the grandfather comes over to watch football with her father. Oh, yeah, the Native American And everything. Yeah. 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 Which I thought the um, chemistry between Christian Stewart and her father was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Just like father and daughter. Right. Yeah. I can definitely feel the connection with that. And same thing with the Native American coming in. I could actually feel like that they were our best friends. So they did a good job on that part on setting that up. They did a good job with setting Jacob and Bella up. Yeah, they also, well, see, I know we're talking about cringeworthy moments, but there are, like, little pieces of it that had good moments, too. Like, when Jacob, I mean, when Bella was telling Jacob, you know, oh, you know, you go to school where I do as well. And he's like, no, I go to school on the reservation. And that part is interesting as well, that split and divide between, like, the Native American population, which apparently isn't many. (laughs) Right. And then you have everybody else going to the same high school. But as you right. find out later, there's a reason they don't go. <laughs> right. And that's the like same thing when Bella's with uh, Jacob and saying, I wonder if the Collins are going to show up over here at this part of the beach or wherever they're at. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, the Collins don't come here. Mm, yeah. 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 It's all these little clues that are being dropped. Like, well, why they don't come here? You know? And then Jacob right. and she, did this whole scene where he was talking about his ancestors and then the Collins, and he was dropping little hints. Let's talk about that for a minute. Okay. Why couldn't they give that stupid Indian, uh, not to say stupid, I mean, <laughs> why couldn't they give that Indian a real wolf's head? If you actually zoom in on that stupid thing, <laughs> it's a freaking plastic mask. <laughs> like you make in middle school. On his head. <laughs> like how you make your own volcano in middle school. They did paper mache warfare. Right. That's all they did. <laughs> oh, lower your volume just a little bit. I hear a little bit of an echo. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> a little bit. Excuse me. But, yeah, I'm like, you couldn't afford, you spent X amount of money to make this movie. Uh-huh. And you couldn't give the guy a real wolf's head or something to wear to symbolize that. You can't even look at it and tell that it's a plastic mask. Mm. Like, I just happened to stop it randomly. I mean, I wasn't even trying. It's just one of those scenes where I had to pause it because I had to do something. And I'm like, wait, what the hell did I just look at? It makes me think, Is what's that a plastic- the budget for this film? Let's see. What else was your cringeworthy moments while I looked that up? Okay. Um, well, I I actually thought that it's um it's an interesting concept to have vampires in. Um, you know, and then as he mentioned, I think in this film that they just repeat high school for each town they go to, which sounds right. horrible. <laughs> It does. It really does. But they get A's, so I hope they do get A's. Like, well, I'm sure they do, considering the fact if if you look at the graduation wall, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) they 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 definitely got some A's, and then they're also a valedictorian though too. But so yeah, I feel like that's cheating though. Not not that they have to repeat, but he lived during the Spanish flu. So I like 
What what was it like with people in this? Oh, it was terrible. I had it. It was the most horrible thing. Oh, sorry, e grace, e grace. I'm sure it was terrible for see... those people. <laughs> you know what? Though I could just see Edward writing an essay or something that he was already there for, and he and his stuff is very descriptive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Oh, I the other awkward course. moment. Uh, while you're looking that up, is um, oh. Well, Edward coming in her bedroom. I thought oh, yeah. was supposed to have permission to come in. Like there's this invisible veil where they can't cross yeah. it unless they say or they manipulate you into saying, Yes, you can come into my house or they look at you and that go- then they look at my house. That goes eyes, to show schma- you know? <laughs> <laughs> Right, exactly. That goes to show you nudity, continuity. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's all when, invasive. When this it's like watching her sleep. Right? And then he even says, I love watching you sleep. Yeah. Creep. I'm like, I'm like, okay. Yeah. And creep. the other awkward moment was when um, I forgot the guy's name. He's a background character. He was asking her to the prom. He's like, um, Bella. Oh, so okay. I, I know um, what you're going to talk about. Go, to the, go and go to the prom. She was like, I'm sorry, what? I asked if you want to go to the prom. Is that a yes or no? Jacksonville. I'm going to Jacksonville. And then over his shoulder, you see Edward just staring at her. And I'm like, what, is this probably a message for girls? Like, that's like a relationship to get out of. Right? Right. <laughs> He's like staring. You better say no. No. No, sir. You better say no I, because I'm taking you to prom. Oh, no, yes, sir. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, geez. But uh, the the budget for this movie was $37 million. Okay. You could at least afford a decent wolf head, right? Right. And yeah, and then like when they were on the field trip, because that's when they were going on the field trip to some planetarium or greenhouse, whatever they were at. Yeah. And then she was walking, and all of a sudden, Edward was like, "What's in Jacksonville?" She's like, "Oh, how you know about that?" (laughs) Just answer the question. I'm like, "Whoa." (laughs) Okay, (laughs) creepy. And then the whole time exactly. he's all like, "Hey, you know what? Um, we shouldn't be friends, and you should stay away from me." She's like, "I am staying away from you, fool! You always coming around me." He's like, "Well, you just need to stay away from me. You stay away from me." She's like, "What are you still doing here?" I just want to know. You stay away from me, okay? Because <laughs> this isn't good for us. He's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> you mean not good for you? It was good for me because like, you were not here. He's like, "I'm just minding my business, and you always up in my grill." So I was like, "Right, oh, we don't need to be friends, but I'm still gonna come okay. close to you." <laughs> <laughs> but the other cringeworthy thing for me was in the woods, and there's that music again. <laughs> yes, the oh, we got it. The music is not good for you, John. No, it is not. Okay. I know what you are. What are you? Say it. Say it. You're a vampire. Say it. And say the word. I'm like <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> vampire. Do you know what I what else I do? I'm a predator. I destroy people. <laughs> I glitter. Yeah. <laughs> You're so beautiful. And, don't look at me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this is not beautiful, Bella. This is not beautiful. I'm a monster. 
And like a monster that's about to go in and go to the pawn shop because I'm about to slice off some <laughs> some uh some diamonds right here. Right. I pay my student <laughs> loans with his skin. <laughs> <laughs> I just bring him in there. Hey, here you go, Saturday. Right? How much did I get for him? Long paid. Thanks, that work. Wink. <laughs> and white. My, so, this is for my own humor. Why can't they put sunscreen on? <laughs> like, that probably glitters too. Oh, man. But it, he I don't just kind of invent some type of sunscreen. Because you know in Blade, because I'm going to be going back and forth between vampire films. But in Blade, okay. which I forgot the character's name because I didn't plan any of this. Um, he put sunscreen on. So he could be like walking in the daytime. which It didn't make sense, but at the time I was like, ooh, that's smart. You see, I, another thing though too is if you actually think about it, maybe you would think because his father's a doctor, mm-hmm. he would actually know what they actually have for his kids. Yeah, but you know, I guess. He's but still another on thing that though, old medicine, right? He, I don't know how but, old he is. <laughs> he's over a thousand years old. Oh, well. He was. He said it. it you know what I'm saying? He said it. He, I forgot what how old he said his age was. But another thing, though, too, I want to mention is this. Remember when he just stops the car with his hand, the oh, truck yeah. with his hand, mm-hmm. and everything? She goes, "How did you get here so fast? How did you uh, stop that car?" Yeah. He goes, "I didn't do that. Yeah, I, I was not on the other side. I was right next to you." Yeah. Yeah, and then he came back. And she asked him again, and you tell his father coached him. He's like, I had an adrenaline rush. It's common for people my age. I was like, who talks like that? <laughs> I'm like, well, then, you know, you're supposed to believe that you're 18, right? So you're about probably close to the same age as me, so close to people my age. Wouldn't it be make more sense if it said more people? Uh, more sense if he said, you know, it's a adrenaline rush, like for people our age, yeah, or not even rather than that. my age, yeah. Don't you, right? I feel like they should know. They should reach research the lingo. Exactly. Right? Don't they have enough time to do that? I mean, I know they got classes and they got study, but clearly they have enough time to eat deer in the woods and fly around and be going hiking trips. Yeah. <laughs> But another thing, though, too, is in the book, okay, I will never forget this in the book as long as I live. Okay. And this is serious. Bella goes back into the woods because she's missing Edward. Uh So they go back to the spot where her and Edward laid down when they were making out and everything because she missed him. Are you really that? But there was also a. Or this, like. Yeah. Okay. No, this is the first book. Okay. Because I think this is actually the... Uh, because I didn't read the second book. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> Go ahead. But anyways, um, she missed him because it's been a couple X amount of months since she actually saw him. And everything, she skipped school. She went into the woods. And everything reminded her of her and Edward. And then, of course, there was also a storm that happened that very night. So this what, let me read you a paragraph of the book sure. that I still remember. As I was walking through the woods... I happened to see a pine tree was down in the woods. 
I would have not known that this tree was a pine tree unless my years with Charlie camping whenever he told me what kind of pine tree that was. I'm like, who the fuck cares? It's a pine tree. No one fucking cares about that shit. It's a pine tree. Why can you say, as I was going through the woods, I happened to see a tree was down from the storm last night. But no, you had to go on ahead, Stephanie Myers, and say, oh, that was a pine tree. I would not have known if this was Charlie. Who gives a shit? Does the tree fucking walk? Does it not walk? Is it? The, how does that help anything? The, is it from fucking Lord of the Rings? Does it help her? I does Frodo and them just come up? I wish they were in here. That'd Who cares? Awful. It's a fucking tree. And then one of my friends defends this, right? Okay. She goes, oh, she's trying to put you in the place of the character. Mm-hmm. I said, great. I'm 15 years old. I bleed once a month, oh, and I'm in love John. with a vampire. I cannot wait no. not to see what happens John, next. No, <laughs> I wish you men folk did bleed. So you can stay on this. But line. you know what I'm saying. I mean, this. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I, I here's the thing. I have nothing against women or anything like that. I just wanted. But I just this want is just what this movie does like to me, me, and this book does to me. I want men to have periods <laughs> like women. That's all I gotta say. Hey, I do have sympathy for what. Hey, you're talking to a guy uh-huh. who did this for some uh, someone before. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. This is what I did for someone that I was dating at one time. I actually got out of the car. Okay. Got some. Uh, got a maxi pad. Got maxi pads for her. Okay. Because I didn't want her to Bleed be upset or anything car. like that. Okay. No, she actually showed me the picture of what it looked like because of the fact oh. that she was oh, having symptoms. <laughs> so, I so anyways, so anyways, so anyways, I went into the store. Okay. I went into the store and I got it for her because of the fact that it, because she was hurting so bad that she couldn't go into the store. Yeah. So I did the considerate thing and helped her. So, yeah. <laughs> just letting you know. <laughs> oh, okay. You get a medal. Okay. okay. Well, anyway, I don't period, get a trophy. No, having a period like somebody punching you <laughs> 10 times every right. month. And then you're like, Oof. what is this? Because it's like, oh, well, I'm not going to. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> keep going. Anyway. anyway, it's like that meme where your uterus like, oh, you know, you okay. have failed me. Okay. Okay. Um, Okay, sorry. Yay. Okay. So, let's get back to... Okay. (laughs) But yeah, that's just my rant on the book. Blame John. And the movie part. (laughs) (laughs) You get... It was your idea to do this movie. (laughs) I just want you to know. I'm sorry. Hey, it was your idea to do the Twilight Saga. This is what happens. I feel like you opened the door and then I just blew it open. You kicked it open. It blew it wide open. Yeah, I did. But I'm sorry, anyways. everyone. I apologize. So what else is your cringe-worthy moments <laughs> after I rented? Yeah. Um, Bella meeting Edward's family, and they're making her this nice Italian dinner. And they're like, her name sounds Italian. Surely she loves Italian food. <laughs> Not racial profiling at all. No, of course. <laughs> and um, Ro- Ro- Rosaline. Yeah, Rosalie. Rosalie. Yeah. Yeah. She, Bella was like, 
oh, it's so nice. And Edward was like, oh, she already ate. So Rosalie smashed a bowl, glass bowl in her hand. And I'm like, okay, chick, you need to calm down. She's like, we made this dinner for you. Somebody going to eat this shit. <laughs> it's not gonna be us because soul. we don't eat this. I slayed over a hot soul and I made you some freaking meatballs and spaghetti and a salad. I tossed with my own fingers. Somebody's gonna eat. This. I was like, whoa. <laughs> right? I don't like. Oh, I'm like, okay, this family is not for me. No. Look at the time. I gotta go. And then, Peace. like, Alice comes out like a little fairy twirling on. You know, her introduction was like bouncing on a tree stump and then flying into the house like hello I'm Alice I said what and Jasper Jasper the new Confederate Jasper yeah, right the new member it... who's like oh human blood well, he was constipated the whole time he was trying to hold it in from ripping her hair but off. I do like okay Rosalie in the book mm-hmm. you know the wannabe Brad Pitt vampires that yeah that wants to actually take a bite out of Bella. <clears throat> yeah. He actually was the one who turned Rosalie. <gasps> Why didn't they say that in a movie? I don't know. That would have been perfect. Oh. You know? That would have been really good. Was it like... Well, but we're going to get to that part. But was it like how she got turned in the book? I don't know. I didn't read that far in. <laughs> Oh, you're talking about when Rosalie Rosa got turned. Yeah. Uh, to be honest with you, they were very descriptive on how she was mm-hmm. turned, but I forgot the actual description of it. But everything else in the movie, including the whole entire dance studio, was in the book. Okay. Cool. I, I do so. like the Collins house. It is very chic and hipster and a very nice piece of architectural work. I do love the architecture <laughs> work yeah. of the Collins house. Everything is I do glass and clear. And I guess you can read into that. Maybe they want to be Well, don't throw a gla- stones at a glass house. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> and they have beds for some reason though they never sleep. No, they don't have beds, remember? Bella even asked Edward. She goes, where's your bed? I thought she saw his bed because he said, this is my room. Yeah, this is my room. Oh. All he had was vinyl records. Okay, I'm thinking about And stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, I think it was in... The honeymoon. A, uh, part, yeah. That, that's, no, it was actually... No. Maybe the honeymoon, I think. Or maybe it was in... Uh, Eclipse. I'm not sure, but she goes back to their house, and there's actually a bed there. Ah, okay, I got it now. Okay. But, you know, she goes, oh, he goes, oh I don't sleep. Mm. So there's no purpose for a bed since I'm a vampire, which yeah. actually makes sense in a way. Uh, but, but the old families of vampires <clears throat> sleep in a, in a coffin. Yeah. Right. But anyway, but it's I, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, this is for teenagers. Okay, this is not for yeah. adults. Okay, this is the only exposure to vampires they know, and they're like, maybe this is how it is. Right. Mm. Then 
I will have to say, there is a song that I really like on this movie. Okay. There is a song I like. Okay. It's the one where they're playing baseball. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I wish I knew the name All right. of that song. Yeah. Supersonic. I forgot the name of it. Uh, I think it's called Supersonic something. Uh, go ahead and talk while I'm looking that up. Oh, okay, yeah. So that scene was awesome because they play baseball during a, a lightning storm. And then you have the three no-good vampires coming in. And they're like, yo, what's up? I see you guys playing baseball. Can we get in? They're like, nah, we good. We got enough players. Like, what's that smell? <laughs> what do you mean? I'm sorry. Ha ha. Charlie, you ate beans. Huh. Oh, my God. You know, that's what that smell is. Not a human or anything. She's one of us. No. Shut up. Stop talking. He's one of us. Shut up. Shut up, Charlie. I made that part <laughs> up. But if that's how I wrote the movie, that's how it will be. Okay. But <laughs> the name of the song is actually called Super Masters of Black Hole by Muse. Hmm. Okay. And that's actually one of my favorite songs off the soundtrack, which is actually the only song that I really like other than the prom dance, whenever they're having the prom dance. I do like that I song. I forgot about that, yeah. But, you know, you have to admit, at least I do like maybe two songs out of the soundtrack. Yeah, they have a <laughs> Since couple I've been complaining good about it. songs. You can just download those songs. You know. Right. But, the baseball scene is my favorite part of the movie. It actually adds that tension. It definitely adds that supernatural type of thing. The music didn't really take me out of it or anything like that. I felt like it after the Supermassive Black Hole, Supermassive song by Muse came out. I felt like uh, stopped, and then they added in some dramatic stuff. Okay, that didn't really affect me at all on my viewing. Because I actually felt like that actually amplified the movie, that there's danger. Okay. For the first time actually watching the film. See, we talked about good parts too, if you want. Right? <laughs> and then, you know, like you said, you have Rosalie, Edward, and the other brothers hiding Bella. Mm-hmm. As if, you know, as if she's not a vampire or anything like that. Yeah, but, and it would have worked, but somehow the wind always betrays Bella. Like, it's just a sudden <laughs> gush of wind. And her scent comes like it did with Edward. And then it did with the vampire. Right. And then, yeah, then after that, the vampires got the scent. Because they were about to play baseball with the Colons, the bad ones. Mm -hmm. And then, just as the wind was blowing, that's whenever they got a whiff of her scent. Mm. And that's when wannabe Brad Pitt Mm. came in. And wanted to have a bite out of her. I call him Dollar Tree Brad Pitt. Dollar Tree Brad Pitt. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Dollar Tree uh, Ken doll. That's what he looks like. But, you know, I thought that was really good. And then, of course, you know, now Bella has to go ahead and go into hiding. Mm-hmm. And she has to pretend that she's pissed off at Charlie. Which is her dad. And then it goes, don't worry, he'll forgive you. Yep. Right. I'm like, he'll forgive you? (laughs) 
terrible boy. You just said you were moving back over to Arizona. Wow. But then again, they... What was that? Yeah, go ahead. Then again, they hypnotized him, I think, later on. To where he actually forgot about anything that happened. They glamoured him. There is a part, like, this is like towards the end, when he comes out uh, when she's in the hospital and, you know, at that point he doesn't even uh, remember what actually happened. They made the illusion up that she fell. Hmm. Interesting. And that's what he wants, Charlie winds up believing. Hmm. There was no, no mention of the dance studio, I don't think, at that point. But, you know, I really felt like you know, especially whenever you have Rosalie doing the visions and everything else, saying that there's a dance studio and stuff like that. And of course, uh, Dollar Tree Brad Pitt tells her not yeah. to bring anybody, and she doesn't. And then she winds up getting attacked inside the studio. Yeah, it's a beautiful studio, by the way. Right for like Terrible ballerina dancing and stuff. It. Terrible what they did to it. <laughs> but the That's, part that, that fight scene was intense. I will say they have some pretty good fight scenes in Twilight series. Now I will say that the fight scene with that was really good. Mm-hmm. And then also too, whenever she was bitten, <clears throat> and I still remember <clears throat> when she saw wannabe Brad Pitt, Dollar Tree Brad Pitt. Head gets taken off. You actually see that in the PG thirteen film, which I never thought would actually happen. Yes, it got dark. <laughs> like you would think, <laughs> oh, this is a bubblegum movie, and it's like Stephanie Myers was like, okay, for all you dark people, here you go. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Finally, right? but I sat through all this crap to see some violence. Thank you. Finally, something worth. Uh, staying over for it, right? Yeah, I was about to leave five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I really have to say that um, whenever it blurs out and you do see it a little bit, that was actually pretty yeah. cool. It was pretty cool. With the way they actually did the camera angle for that. No. And then, of course, <clears throat> Bella wakes up in the hospital and that's when Charlie comes in and everything. And that's when he said, uh, Edward told me what happened. You fell down the stairs or something to that effect. Oh. And you broke your leg. Oh, okay. Huh. I don't know why the gym went right past me. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's whenever the prom, whenever it goes to the prom. So she got bit. I gotta go back to vampire lore for a minute. Yeah, she got bit, so, but it was Brad a like bitter, right? The Brad yeah. Pitt got bit. Okay, Brad Pitt uh, did bite her, but <laughs> I said the wannabe Brad Pitt. Sorry, right? The wannabe Why Brad Pitt, Dollar Brad General. Pitt? Okay, Dollar General Brad Pitt, bitter, bitter, but it wasn't to the effect to where it would actually turn because he didn't really have his mouth on her wrist long enough to actually do anything, but I would think that the vampire acid would have actually done something. But, yeah. hold on, hold on. I Now I remember what happened with that. 
Remember, Edward actually had to suck the poison out like a snake bite. Oh, yeah, that's right. So he had to actually... Right. So basically, it was about sacrificing himself for the person that he loves and laying down his love for Bella. Yeah, the person that he's like, we can't be around each other. It's not good for (laughs) us. Right? And then, okay, and then after that happens, she wakes up in the hospital... And then Charlie comes in and everything else. I just said that. And then after that, Jacob's at that prom, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, I vaguely remember it. Um, I do have something to say about Jacob, which his hair bothered me because it sort of mimicked Bella's hair. What? It was <laughs> like when they both were together, they had like their hair up. And then they had okay. Their- Okay. I gotcha. I okay. thought you were going to say Sorry, because it was fake. <laughs> Sorry. Well, yeah, all the hairstyles in Twilight are terrible. For the money they have, they could at least have some nice wigs. Right. Or but usually I, they make people grow out their hair. Yeah, it's a such thing as pieces. You can do some clip-on pieces or something. <laughs> but I really have to say the scene that I liked with the prom was when, you know, Jacob comes in there and says, look, there's a war, there's, we cannot be friends because of you being with a vampire. Mm-hmm. Because our families are different. Because yeah. their family and the Colons family is totally different and they have that whole entire uh, rivalry against each other. Which she didn't understand at the time. Right, but now she does. Yeah. And <clears throat> I love the dance scene between Bella and Edward. I thought that was really good. The camera angle was really good. Mm-hmm. And then when you see it pan angle back upstairs to where the evil vampire is. Oh, that was a good camera angle. Like that. That was that really good. Effect, that was really good. It like morphed into the end credits. Yes. Yeah. That was awesome. And then it turned That was great. really good. Yeah, because then you're like, oh, man, what's going to happen? Right. And, of course, you know, we don't, it doesn't really escalate to anything in the second movie. (laughs) Because you would think when you have something like that that actually happens, it'll continue off where the first movie leaves off at with that cliffhanger or something represented to that cliffhanger. But no. Yeah, I guess it's assumed that she did walk down the stairs, but then she said, oh, I'll get you next time, I pretty. Right. Basically, it's like, (laughs) right, because because this is what I'm actually getting, though, out of it. It's like, okay, I'll let you live through this. I'll let you have your little time. But in the meantime, I'm watching you, even though you don't know I'm watching you. Yeah. Always a villain. Like, you have a perfect good opportunity to kill this person. But you like to chase too much. <laughs> right, exactly. And she also knows she's outnumbered, though, too, because mm-hmm. the Colons are also at that um, prom. Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah, she's actually outnumbered. <clears throat> okay, well, that could be a reason, too. Okay, so let's. And Oh, yeah, they did. Uh, mention her a little bit where they were actually chasing her, but they could not actually find her in New Moon. Not, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. They do mention her a little bit, but not much. But, I, look, I, yeah, go ahead. 
But I'm going to let you go on ahead and introduce New Moon, though, since I did Twilight. <laughs> I introduced Twilight. Well, I I like the opening scene of New Moon. Like it, you see this white moon, and then all of a sudden, wait, is that eclipse? No, wait. Anyway, I think that's right. Right? There's a moon, and then yes. all of a sudden, eclipse comes out of it. No, we're talking about New Moon, not eclipse. Right. Skip that but basically, part. anyway. But, okay. <laughs> and, and all the movies, all the Twilight movies, um, they do move like you're turning the page of a book. So that that's pretty easy to follow. It, it has a certain flow to it, even though, like you said, when you read the book, you hated how she was describing a pine tree. <laughs> but you have to admit. Yeah, the movies do kind of sort of have a flow like a book, you know, because there's the voiceovers, and she was like, something's going on with Edward. I can tell he's troubled, you know. And then all of a sudden, you see him, like, looking constipated. <laughs> and there's a movie I do like in there. Uh, not a movie, a uh, song. Um, it is called... Um, Monster by Hurricane Bell because all these movies are on Amazon Prime, by the way. So I had to pause to see what that song was. So that's the first song when she's coming back to school in New Moon. So I do okay. like that song. Yeah. You see, I don't like any of the songs in this in New Moon at all. So <laughs> I like retro, chic, hipster, coffee house type music sometimes. Although I can't wrong with that. black keys are. I don't like sometimes you hear the black keys in Starbucks, but I I, I would have to say describe what black keys are. is pretty much like rock alternative mixed with a little bit of blues. And some hipster. <laughs> and some it's hipster. like old school hipster. Not new age hipster now, but it's like old school hipster. <laughs> Okay, so anyway, keep me on track, John. It's only a two-hour okay. show. Um, right. I also like Jacob's development because she was like, "Jacob, you're bursting out of your shirt. What happened?" <laughs> and his shirt right all tighter. of a sudden you have abs. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, mm-hmm, "What did happen?" <laughs> of course, I hate his hair. Oh. It bothered me so much. Like inside, he had he had his long hair. It just irritated me because you can actually tell that it was a wig. Yeah, and, and it even wasn't in the cold. first one. <laughs> no, but okay. The thing that actually irritated me was the fact that Edwards goes on ahead and says, "I'm no good for you, Bella. You need to go on ahead and move on with somebody else." Yeah, they you can actually give you the life that I want to get. John, you gotta say it in the voice. Like melodramatic team. Bella, I need you to go. I, we need to go our own separate ways now. Why? Because, because we need to go. I need to go. I just need to go. Huh? Well, go where? It's not me. It's you. Huh? No. It's not. It's it's not you. It's me. Huh? I gotta go so I can what? protect you. No. Because I'm no good for you. I, I can actually you. eat you. Huh? No, you're a good person. I believe you. You wouldn't. Do I gotta it. go. I gotta go now, Bella. <gasps> Bye, Bella. <gasps> and then <laughs> I can't live. I'm gonna sleep in the woods. 
<laughs> right? And then it goes from her sleeping in the woods to being an adrenaline junkie. Yeah. Like, it's almost like, oh, I'm just going to snort some heroin and get over him. Oh, <laughs> this is good. Adrenaline rush. Woo. I can see visions. Woo! <laughs> like Whoa. Rick Flair. Cocaine. <laughs> but, you know, okay. <laughs> she also can't sleep at night. Charlie actually has is being woken up at one o'clock in the morning because of teenage drama. Um, <laughs> yep, he is. Poor Charlie. I feel bad for Charlie because yeah. he's trying everything that he can to actually make his daughter happy. Not and you can actually tell the pain. I actually have yeah. to give the actor credit for that. Yeah, which one, Kristen? No, uh, the father. I actually have oh, to give okay. the actor credit for that because you can actually tell the pain in his eyes that he wants to be there for his daughter and help her, mm-hmm. but he doesn't know how. Yeah. And that frustrates like, him? All father. And not to mention she's a, she's a teenager, and then you pile on all this vampire drama. That's worse. <laughs> and he's like, oh, jeez, man. The hell is wrong with this girl? Now I can't even get no sleep. She keeps screaming. <laughs> I did like learning about the um, uh, Voltaire, like their rules and um, their their chapter, like the secret society of them. And their one right. rule is keep your existence secret. So that part is pretty cool. Just learning about that little piece of history and. The, Fun fact, the establishment. Though, oh, yes. Is this even in like Queen of the Damned and also in Interview with a the Vampire? They even were uh, were against vampires coming out of, so to speak, where they the closet. <laughs> no, coming out of the coffin, which is actually a term <laughs> I use from True Blood. Mm. I don't know if you ever saw True Blood or not, but yeah, I did. But it's been a while, and it was very painful. <laughs> But, you know, um, that's actually the term that Charlene Harris used in the book was coming out of the coffin. Ooh, okay, yeah, I remember her book. And, you know, they even wanted to be secretive. So mm-hmm. she could have used some of Anne Rice, a little bit of that with, uh, of course, with Queen of the Damned as well, mm-hmm. which is also another Anne Rice book, and decided to make a secret society of vampires. Mm, that would have been. Which are elders. Yeah, it's like she gave us a little bit of that. Like, it's like she was trying to do like two, three movies. Like, I, there was a movie with the Voltaire. That could have just been a movie by itself because I wanted to see more of that. I did but too. To then I had to you. go into this teenage drama stuff. So I was like, okay, whatever. Speaking of the teenage drama stuff, uh-huh. remember when. Uh, she goes, I want to go see a movie. So the most popular kid in school, she asked out because, number one, she's bored. Mm-hmm. Number two, he's just on the reserve list, oh, like yeah. a basketball player mm-hmm. that's waiting to be uh, to play the basketball game. Coach, put me in. Yeah. Right. He's just a bench warmer. Mm-hmm. And so anyways, she goes, okay. He goes, yeah, I'll, we'll go to a movie. Uh, there's this nice little chick flick thing. No, I want to see an action movie. Yeah. It's it's not even something that even exists at all. There's like some fake movie title yeah. to it about fist punch or I forgot what it yeah, was. It was so bad. Part one, <laughs> and then you hear screaming, ah, 
That was so bad. That was worse than the actual movie that we're watching. I wanted to see that movie, John. I was like, why can't we see the rest of the movie? Probably John Claude Van Damme plays in it with Stallone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I have to go. Ninety Stallone. So, um, I think Look. wasn't New Moon like uh, her birthday? Was this around her birthday? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was around her birthday. Okay, yeah. I have to go back to a scene. This is before Edward left her, and this is one of the reasons right. he left her. Is um, so the Collins invited her to the private birthday party. You know, she's like opening all these presents, and it's like, oh, this one's from blah blah blah, and then she opens it and has a paper cut. My heart stopped. I was like, oh my gosh. She was like, oh, paper cut. I was like, oh, paper cut, girl. You bleeding, and then blood like falling on the carpet, and Jasper lost his shit. He was like, "Ooh, I'm sorry, y'all. I can't do this no more. I'm home." <laughs> and I'm like, "Who did not feed Jasper before he came to this party? Shouldn't he have been full?" You would think they would actually have some blood bags or he something. Should have had like a where... blood milkshake or something before he came. Right, to this that's party. what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> right, which we're gonna get to that. Uh, uh, pretty soon when we're talking about breaking dawn on uh, upright break, yeah breaking yeah. dawn yeah foreshadowing yeah right <laughs> so if yeah my thing is um if a vampire invites you john to a birthday party don't cut yourself okay i'll try not to thank you then again i probably won't try and go to a vampire but that's gonna be throwing a, me a throw you a birthday party and you know them and you're dating a vampire and you want to be part of the family, are you cool with them, just don't cut yourself. Okay. Just I'll have, tell them, you what have my... them open your gifts. That I'm like, how about you open it? Because you know what <laughs> I do. I'm clumsy. I may cut myself, and then you eat me. Like, I There's only you. one way that I... <laughs> <laughs> There'll be only one way that I'd be going to one. Number okay. one, if corn, if they, were, if they had a live concert if of corn. corn vampires, okay. No, if if corn was just performing, okay, and there was a bunch of presents, yes, I would get them to open my presents for me. Because number one, they're immortal. Number uh-huh. two, their skin will just co- go back together again. Okay, and I won't have to worry about anything. Good, good. Thank you. I just want you safe. I'm just looking out for you. All right, thank you, Tamika. You're I do welcome. appreciate that. Thank you. Moving on. You're welcome. Oh, um, well, in New Moon is. It goes into some, to some deep things about damnation and souls. Like, do vampires have souls? And, right, and according to Jacob, yeah. they don't. Yeah, and then Mr. Cullen, he has a name, but I'm just going to call him Mr. Cullen. He explains to Bella because she wants to be damned like Edward. Just turn me so we can be together forever. Oh, you know. And he's like, well, Bella... I don't have a soul, and I'm damned, but I still choose to do good things. I thought that part was really interesting, because it reminded me of, going back to another movie reference, Brad Pitt's character. You know, he's like, I I choose to still do the right thing, which if you go deeper into that, which I wish Frenchie was here, he probably would go so deep that we couldn't right. even get You're out of the black hole. Going to the whole hole. psychology of it. Yeah. <laughs> Of, like, why do you choose to do good things, but you don't have a soul? Maybe you right? have a conscience. 
Go on. No, I'm 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 trying to not to pull myself into the Frenchie hole, as I call it. Oh, okay. <laughs> the Frenchie. <laughs> I'm gonna have to, next Bonjour time I'm gonna have to tweet him out to that. Bonjour, Frenchie. <laughs> but you know what? That actually brings up an interesting thing. It actually shows a little bit of a human side to him and everything. Yeah. Just because I'm a vampire does not mean that I can't, you know, distinguish between right and wrong. Mm. It's very deep. I will give deep. her that. That, that is an interesting concept she put in there. Right. Isn't she Catholic? That had, This has nothing to do with anything. I don't know I what she is. She was, I thought maybe I just heard a lot of stuff when she was coming out with her book. But anyway, we continue. But yeah, I just thought that part was very interesting and very deep, like you said. Mm-hmm. And then it goes into her crying... And then from crying, we get into the whole adrenaline thing. <laughs> crying. <laughs> she her hormones all over the place. She's on a period. Right. She's crying. <laughs> she snorts some coke. And then she gets her adrenaline rush. And she's like, ooh, look at these bikers. Ooh. I'm going to get on here well, so I can see. Oh, We're going to get to that in a minute. Because don't forget, that's also where the movie is. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> Be, or okay, remember oh, yeah, my my other before. favorite line was this, though too was where Jacob goes when it when you want to be with someone that you actually have something in common with because that guy that she was with didn't have anything in common with him. I was or talking anything. about the human, right? The, yeah. the guy from school. Yeah, yeah, they got sick off of that action movie. Yeah, and then all of a sudden he, I forgot what the guy said. But anyway, Jacob started to get all hot and bothered and roared rage. And you're like, oh my gosh, what steroids are you on, Jacob? You need to calm down. (laughs) And then, of course, um, you know, he winds up kissing her, holding hands with her. And Mm -hmm. then after that, it goes to uh, Anna Kendrick's character the next day where they're actually going shopping. And then that's when she meets with the motorcycles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's like, oh, I know those guys. She's like, you doesn't look like you know them. They're like, ooh, look at this piece of meat coming up. Hey, baby. She's like, yeah, I'm going to get on the motorcycle. (laughs) And then as she gets on the motorcycle, she sees glimpses of Edward. Goes, don't do it, Bella. Don't Don't go there, Bella. Bella, get off the bike. No. Bella. Down. No, don't no. do it, Bella. I'm like, what no. you gonna do? What if they shoot me in the head? Can you get here fast enough? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so then all of a sudden she wants to fix up a motorcycle so that way she can be, so that way she can actually have that adrenaline so she can see Edward. Yeah, but then she starts to develop, um, I don't want to say feelings for Jacob, but she starts to yeah. see how human, I don't know, like a human aspect or being around another human in a sense. Right. Because she can yeah. actually feel warmth. Yeah. Right. And then she, then she fall off the, she did something where she's used to with Edward saying sorry. And Jacob's like, well, we're just saying sorry for the, and he's like, oh, that's right. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> oh, yeah. It was actually she cut herself or something oh, again. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I cut myself. It's like, it's a cut. It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. It's like, it's just a cut, Bella. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Kill the fuck out. And... Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Jacob. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, I like that aspect. I mean, there's a few things I liked in New Moon. That I thought yeah, that was it's good. a few deep things in there if you want to get all like psychological on it. Um, but we're not going to. No. I do like because um, you guys seem to have suffered enough. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like the wolf crew. Everybody's a backstreet boy. Same haircut. <laughs> just run around right. with shirts on. Blue jean cut off. Right, it definitely tattoo. shows. Right, <laughs> it's like everybody's got a tattoo now. <laughs> yeah, muscles, you know. Yeah, yeah, hit me in the face. Oh, yeah, do it again. Make me go wolf, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. And it's also when Bella meets like the the wolf leader. Yeah, right. That's she when Jacob comes out. Right. That's when she discovers Jacob. It's a wolf. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she discovers discovers Jacob. Well, no, she doesn't actually discover Jacob because remember, it's been a couple of days since she saw Jacob. Oh, oh, we're going. I'm sorry, I'm jumping timeline. Okay, go ahead. Remember, and so she goes to the cabin, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. she goes. I and he said, "I've been sick." Yeah, it's like your dad said you got mono or something. Which I've had yeah. it's terrible, but I don't come not out for six weeks. <laughs> right, exactly. I remember having it my freshman year. I remember I felt like death. <laughs> oh, I think I had it when I was like 19, 20. Oh, boy. And my dad's like, who you been kissing? I was like, nobody. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, that's like this Indian doctor I had that I was seeing. He goes, oh, you been kissing all the girls, huh? Oh, I was around some kids and then somehow they had mono and gave it to me. Not me. I was actually I actually got it from a girl I was kissing on my fifteenth birthday. Anyway. Kissing dirty slutty girl. Anywho. Anyway, um, We're back. Right. So you know, all of a sudden then you actually have uh, the whole entire thing where Jacob turns into a werewolf. And I'm like, okay, I don't like this oversized CGI werewolf. <laughs> it was pretty cool, though, even though it was oversized. Yeah, because, uh-uh. like, he he dropped hints, you know, like, this crew, you know, they're, they're trying to indoctrinate me in their group or something, but I don't want to be part of it. Right. And she confronts them and she's like, he he said he doesn't want to be part of this stupid group. Leave him alone. You know, and she's provoking them and then they like turn wolf or something. And she's like, oh my god, Jacob, run. And he turns wolf. He's like, what the fuck is going on? I thought she had mono. Oh my gosh, mono is terrible. <laughs> turns people into wolves. <laughs> yeah, the bad mono. case of the woo. woo. Oh. <laughs> but um, there's also another thing though too. Remember when they were trying to push the other kid off the cliff to be initiated in? Yeah. 
And then Bella decides that she's going to do it so she can see uh, Edward again. Yeah, that's when, um, Alice. Yeah, that's when Alice was like, oh, God, I thought you died. I saw you, like, jump off a cliff. Or she had a right. vision. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she, she had see a the vision. Whole vision. Yeah. But anyway, um, uh, following that storyline, not the cliff one, but when she found out Jacob's a wolf, um, I think Jacob was hurt or something from trying to defend Bella. And then uh, the other wolf kids brought her, <laughs> I guess, into the den. I guess this is their den. And the den mother, yeah. the fiance of the wolf leader, had these giant scars on the side of her face. And before they got into their den, it's like, oh, don't look at her scars. She's kind of sensitive. He's like, oh, why? Giant ass scar on her face. And then I'm like, okay, this is how they treat their women, okay? I thought being with the wolves, when I first saw this movie, I was like, oh, she needs to stick with the wolves because these vampires are just violent people. And then I saw that what they did to the woman. I was like, man, she can't even get away from everybody. No. They treat their women. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And you know what else is, though, too? Remember, Um, uh... The whole entire werewolf thing, where you actually have it, where um, Charlie is that got word that there was actually werewolves in the in the uh, woods, so he gets yeah. the uncle to go with him. Oh yeah, I remember that. Because they're tracking him, and then at the same time that they're tracking him, that's when we see Victoria going in the woods uh, in the woods and everything which is also cheap Brad Pitt's girlfriend yeah it is and so yeah and by the way cheap Brad Pitt's uh, boyfriend as a matter of fact his name is James oh James okay James got it. yeah that's her lover right so you actually see a little bit of Victoria in it which is something that I'm actually happy about that we actually see that and then we also see uh, Laurent come in later on. But anyways, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. When she jumps off the cliff, doesn't isn't that when Edward winds up coming back, or is that when? Uh, uh, what's her name? That Alice saw the vision, and I think somehow she told Edward because he didn't come back, but he was gonna go to the Voltaire, and. Um, kill himself or something like that because he thought she died. So I think right. Alice told her about the vision and then she rushed back mm. so they could okay, that... <laughs> so they could go together to save him from killing himself all the way to Italy. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I thought that whole entire part though about the vampires judging him and stuff like that was really good. Yeah. With yeah, this, that suspense was good. Yeah, that was good. And then it, it was good to see there are two ways that a vampire can die. Um, they could go to the Voltaire and do something horrible or something like that. Or they right. could go out and expose themselves to humans and then the humans can just kill them. So there's two ways for them to commit suicide in a sense. Right. But other than that, they're immortal. 
Exactly. So I thought that was actually a pretty good thing, especially like you said, like I said too, like they can judge them and then also sentence them and things like that. So I thought that was good. Yeah. For that kind yeah. of concept. Yeah. Yeah. And then that was the um wait, no. Never mind. I think Eclipse is the one with Victoria's making her own army. That's right. Yeah, Victoria is making her own army and everything. Uh-huh. But we also get to see Lucid. Uh, I think isn't that also too when we in the second one? Don't we get to see Lucid Lucid end a little bit, where he comes out of the woods and says, "I'm just letting you know, Victoria's gonna stop at nothing." Yeah, he. Yeah, you talking about the black guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He comes out and warns them, which I don't understand why. Because in the next movie, he just wants to kill Bell. Because I was like her, like, aren't you supposed to be on our side? <laughs> I think he got enough of Victoria when she was trying to change, especially after the death of James. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, if she's going to go ahead and try, you can definitely tell he was kind of like the peacemaker kind of guy. Yeah. In a sense. You know, but it's like, okay, if she's going to be like that, what's the chances of me dying? Probably. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, because he knew that they were going to kill him. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, it was either killed or be killed. So let me make a peace offering with the Collins. Yeah, plus their numbers went down. Because he felt uh, stronger with three, and it was only two. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's like, okay, let me go ahead and tell them what's going on Victoria since James is now dead. Mm-hmm. So it's more about him watching out for his own self than him... Tell uh, looking out for Bella, of course, and it... <laughs> but yeah, uh, what else did you uh, do you have down for this? That was it on my end. I know there's probably a big okay. battle scene, but I kind of forgot about there was also a scene where remember where she has to choose when it ends, that's when you know it's the end, <laughs> right. Well, there's also that scene, too, with uh, Edward having to make Bella choose between uh, Edward or uh, between him and Jacob. Hmm. And she goes, I'm always going to choose Edward over you. Yeah. And she also wants to be changed into a vampire still. Yeah. And then Jacob's like, you're going to hang in there. You're going to change your mind. I'm going to friend zone <laughs> this out. I'm going to see where it goes. <laughs> I'm going to stay in the zone. <laughs> She's going to want me. She's going to want me. I, I know it. If I just keep coming to her and rescuing her, she's going to want me. She'll see. <laughs> this imprint see. is going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> One way or the other. One this is going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Whether she wants it or not, yeah, it's going to go down. It. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to go down. Oh, boy. <laughs> Whoa. Either and way, screwed if it does go down. <laughs> oh, yeah. Remember, Jacob also reminds Edward that the uh, years old treaty with the Qualot, with mm-hmm. the broken, if any, any call him, bites a human. Um, and then, of course, Bella tells Jacob that it's her choice 
Edward tells Bella that he will change her into a vampire if Bella marries him. And that's how it ends. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. He has reminded him of it. So no battle scene on that one. (laughs) Oh, well, that's a disappointment. (laughs) But yeah, I like the whole entire peace treaty thing and things like that. Yeah, I like that too. Just the lore of the two tribes in a sense. The vampire clan or tribe, whatever you want to call it. And the Native Americans. That's a it's a new um old wise folk tale of Native Americans and wolves or descendants from wolves or whatever. No wait, that's dogs. Never mind. Don't yeah, that's dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you got your but you uh, everything mixed up today. <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> But, you know, I I thought this was an okay movie. It wasn't one of my favorites mm-hmm. or anything like that. Not to say that Twilight is my favorite saga. Mm-mm. But, you know, it was okay. Yeah, <laughs> it was okay for what it did. So, basically, my order as of right now is these two are probably going to get down to the bottom of the totem pole. <laughs> I, <As> far... <laughs> it is something about Twilight. That I can tolerate, even with every, with everything that's wrong with it and cringeworthy, there is something about Twilight that I can tolerate. Right, like Eclipse. I'm like, Ugh. yeah, with Eclipse, I feel like Eclipse in a way is one of those forgettable parts of the Twilight saga that nobody really pays attention to, other than the whole wedding scene. And stuff like that, I believe. Or am I skipping? Yeah, you are. But most of Eclipse is just... I mean, um, New Moon, sorry. Most of New Moon is just her doing stupid stuff so she can get to see Edward. And then I'm like, girl, come on. Really, we're going to do this again. It's like I'm willingly putting myself into danger so I can see this man that doesn't want me. In a sense. In this story, it's appear. So that part got got a little um, irritating for me. Right, and this is where Victoria is actually making her own army, mm-hmm. and of course, you're also dealing with the um, people from Italy as well, because yeah. I think it's also against the rules and regulations. Oh yeah, because she's also turning people into vampires. Oh, well, you're trying new moon when, when she goes to save Edward, right? And she goes to well, see Voltaire, and they want to kill her. I think we missed the scene. I think they want to kill her. Yeah. But then yeah. Alice Let's... said, oh, I have a vision, which I'm assuming Alice kind of made that vision up, or she saw some pieces of it. Yeah, remember, and the Voltaire goes... She said she will be turned into a vampire soon. Yeah. I just don't know when. And she goes, he goes well, there is something uniquely unique about you. Because remember, vampire, they can't hypnotize her, can't read her thoughts or anything. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's not strange. So, yeah. I wish like I would actually expand it up. thinks and feels a lot. For right. <laughs> yeah. They don't, they don't, oh, you didn't read this book, right? 
I didn't read any of these after the Twilight. I was done after oh, that. <laughs> man, I wish you'd read it. They probably thought they probably taught more about it. Why well, you can buy me some it. at that Goodwill store. You can go to Goodwill. I don't want people to see me <laughs> touch that book. I don't want people to see me uh, touch that book. <sighs> Maybe you can pay but, a kid to go buy it or something. But anyways. Um, okay, John, introduce Eclipse. Go. Okay, so basically <laughs> this is actually where Victoria attacks uh, Riley Bears in order to begin creating an army of newborns with him to, in order to fulfill her revenge against Edward Colin and of course against Bella. And this is what I this is what I was trying to say. I want to say that would actually have a lot against the whole entire uh, crew against with Italy because remember they're not allowed to bite humans or anything like that. That actually breaks the pact between. Uh, the Collins and also Jacob's family, because mm-hmm. she's creating her own vampire family. Yeah, she is, and you would think that they would come down because the Voltaire have an army themselves that can come down and execute judgment with Jane, who is Dakota Fanning, I believe. Right. Uh, I would think so. That would actually make more sense. Yeah, but they didn't do anything, and they mentioned it in the film. Like, I'm surprised the Voltaire is allowing this. I'm like, me too. <laughs> and you know what's funny though? They won't allow that. They'll allow that, but they won't allow Bella have a half human, half vampire child. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're almost, do- we're actually almost done with yeah, uh, we're reviewing everything. Done. Hang in there, people. Um, throughout the movie of Eclipse or so far in the movie series, I couldn't tell if Edward truly loved her or loved the smell of her. You know, I like think he loved you, her. Well, in Eclipse too, well, yeah, 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 he loved her. But it was like I always smelled her. It was like, it's something I can't have, but I like it around me. Right, and I don't want anybody else around her. Well, in a way, too, it also kind of feels like this. It's like, I like her, I love her around me. Nobody else can have her but me. Yeah. You know, it's like having, either you're going to be with, it's like, okay, I'm just going to use this in context with Avenged Sevenfold's song, uh, one of their songs, where the boyfriend is actually proposing to the girlfriend, and the girlfriend turns him down, so he winds up killing her. Oh, so it was like, okay, song? even in death. <laughs> huh? This is in a song? Yeah. Oh, man. So it's even in death. If I can't have you, nobody can. Oh. Dang. So that's basically... Movie. <laughs> it, that song actually is a li- gets a little bit of a twist because the girlfriend comes back from the dead and then kills him. For killing her. Yeah. Yeah. Why can't Avenged Sevenfold make this into a movie? (laughs) (laughs) But anywho. Oh, okay. But that's that's just a little bit of an analogy that I got from Edward with that part where it's like, okay, if I if I can't have you, nobody else can. And I love you enough to not want to turn you into a vampire. But at this point in this movie, Bella becomes like the nagging girlfriend where it's like when are you going to turn me into a vampire? You said you were going to do it. Why didn't you do it yet? 
You said you were going to do it. Yes. Also, I have to point out that um, Edward doesn't glitter all the way. You know, like the for the opening scene of Eclipse, and they're in the fields, right? And then there's part right. of him that glitters, or and there's the other part that doesn't. Or there's sometimes he glitters, sometimes he doesn't. And I'm like, where's the um, what would that be called? Continuity. Continuity. Yeah. Yeah. So at that point, yeah, it's, it's like okay. <laughs> I think they figured okay. Everybody guess it. He sparkles. And everything, we don't really need to show it all the time, I guess. No, you do but need you to really show it. You really do. <laughs> right. It's like continuity, schmottinuity. We're just going to go on ahead. There's an on and off switch. We're just going to turn it on when we feel like turning it on, and then we'll turn off the switch when we want to turn it off. That's pretty much what they did. Mechanically, if he glitters, he needs to be much more brighter. Because that was like. Like he was in the first Twilight movie. Well, he needs to be even brighter than that. Like to the point where you're blinding me, not with science, True. but with your glittery body. Glitter. Yeah. If we gotta go all the way, go all the way. <laughs> so, what about the music? Did you like anything with the music? Or no, not really. Same here. Same here as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was not. Once again, there are some interesting things. So there's this generational context of marriage like he's old school and she's like it's a piece of paper and he's like oh well i just want to be one person for the rest of my life values morals and i don't want to sleep with you until we're married and she's like it's a piece of paper (laughs) so there's that interesting um context between the two right so i definitely love that and then you know, like I said, she she becomes 18 years old. One and according to her, she's one year older than the age of Edward when he was when he became a vampire. So she's like, "Well, why won't you turn me into a vampire since I, I'm at the same age that you were a vampire?" And he's on telling her, "I don't want that for you." Yeah, and then he explained, and then Mister Cullen explained. You know, he wants your soul to be intact. She's like, I don't care about my soul. I don't believe in that stuff. Just like turn me so we can be together forever. <laughs> right. She just wants to spend eternity with him. That's yeah. all she cares about. Yeah. She doesn't care about the fact that what kind of damage I could do on her family either. Yeah, and he wants her to current. think about the consequences of her actions. Right. And mm-hmm. I really have to say, I do respect that about him and that aspect. Yeah, I will give him some credit. Yeah. Because there is a lot of things that you actually have to process. <laughs> I'm acting like this is actually really going to happen but, but there's a lot of things that you have to actually It may pro- happen. It may happen. You have to process it. <laughs> like, he didn't have Before, a choice. He was like he right. had the Spanish flu. He was about to die. And then right. Mr. Cullen was like, hey, you want to live? I'm a vampire. And he was like, oh, okay, sure, whatever. So he didn't really have a chance to think. And throughout the whole movie, the other vampires, the Cullen clan is telling her, you you have a you have time to think. And you have a right. choice. We didn't have a choice necessarily to become what we are. It's like they didn't get to live their full human life and she had so much in, in front of her and she's like just throwing it away. I mean, she doesn't Another think thing, she will. <laughs> right. 
Another thing, too, that I like about this film in a certain sense, I know that I said that it's not really my favorite, but the thing that I like is kind of a mystery type of thing, especially when you're dealing with Charlie, because he's also investigating the disappearance of Riley, mm, yeah, who was bitten by Victoria. So I like that fact that they actually put a little bit of a mystery spin on it. It pulls you away from Edward and Bella just for a little bit yeah, to where you can actually room. go on this journey with him. Yeah. Yeah, I wish they had more of that, but, you know, whatever. Right. <laughs> and then, you know, uh, Edward suspects his disappearance was caused by the newborn vampires furthering us, you know. And then, of course, uh, Edward fears for Bella's safety and insists that Jacob and the rest of the werewolf pack would never harm her, but Edward is still unconvinced. Yeah. Yeah, and then then the enemy vampire. I'm feeding ahead. Sorry, but the um, a cringeworthy moment for me was. Um, oh wait, we talked about that. Never mind. Okay. Oh, I got one. Yeah, okay. this is. I'm getting yeah, my this movies is where... mixed up. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, because look, she goes goes to La Push, which is actually the place that you were talking about. And that's when she sees Jacob. Yeah. And she, of course, returns. Of course, she, you know, she's a star. She's going to go home unharmed, anyways. Uh, and then, of course, he confesses that he, Jacob's, uh, of course, Jacob confronts that he's in love with her, with her. And then he forcefully kisses her. Oh, yeah. And then she punches him and springs her hand wow. and then, and then oh, of course Edward comes back comes out of nowhere and threatens him yeah yeah you touch her again what and then he come my dad okay boys I got this I'm like um I don't think you do sir <laughs> I don't think you know what you're in between it's like two monsters and you're in between like I got this boys break it up Come on. Right. It's like I handled this before. I know what I've, to do. I've Daddy's here. Like I'm gonna take care of business. <laughs> and we already know about the vampires. The He's like, what's going on here? Well, right? sir, I'm in love with Bella and I kissed her and she punched me and she sprained her wrist or broke her wrist. And he's like, What the hell? <laughs> what did I get into? And then also too. And then uh, then of course, this is the line that Jacob tells him: "Only kiss her if you tell if she tells him to." I'm like, wait, if your boyfriend and girlfriend, why would you go ahead and ask some other guy that wants your girl if she wants him to kiss him? And this is where I come in with the comment that I meant to say: um, that this is a throuple. They're just laying out their rules of engagement. They're all in a relationship. <laughs> and it's all because of, of course, yeah. of the second movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we do need to cut to a break for a minute. Okay, sure. Because I guess, um, because I actually do have to switch out the takes. So okay. we'll be back in a minute. All right. All right. And we are back. All right, back. <laughs> All right. So, let's see. Then, of course, Alice sees a vi- uh, vision from the newborn army. 
and it's going to be attacking Forks. This is in my notes. Led by Riley Beers, Jacob accomplished by Quill, and Embry overhears this, which leads to an alliance between the Collins and the Wolfpack. So how do you feel about the alliance between the vampires and the Wolfpack? <sighs> this is all Bella's fault. She would just stay in her place. <laughs> oh, no, I, I think it's <laughs> I think it's uh I think it's pretty cool, you know, that they all come together for one person. Um, <laughs> uh, that they can forge this alliance and like, okay, you know, we all love Bella here, so we're gonna protect her. I don't like you. I just wanna know if I get an opportunity, I'm gonna slit your throat and eat you. But for Bella's sake, I'm gonna protect you. So right. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, I thought that was all the rest pretty of good. the stuff necessary, but whatever. <laughs> then of course, you know, they meet and they decide to come up with a strategy to take down um to take down Victoria and her minions of vampires. And of course, you know, werewolves don't understand actually how to actually attack a vampire per se or anything mm-hmm. like that they all go based off of aggression and yeah. the first thing that they see you know so they learn to focus in on the kill and how to kill a vampire fully so i like the fact that they actually had to go through vampire training camp yeah with jasper the confederate vampire right who <laughs> gives them war strategy uh, how to def- he even had to train the other vampires, and they've been, you know, they're old. Older. Right. Well, he's older. Whatever. Whatever but time still. period you want to go to. Anyway, um, yeah, he's new to the clan, and they had to train him on new vampires. Because apparently when you're a newborn or new vampire, you're a lot more powerful and a lot more vicious. Because everything is out of control for you. Right. And then, you know what, though? I actually love the origin story behind uh, Jasper, though. I'm glad they actually gave us some context with him. Yeah. Yeah, because he's a Confederate soldier. General, he's a high-ranking soldier. Um, And, of course, he also... Yeah, go ahead. And also, too, I like the fact, too, that he also hated his original existence and everything, mm. too. He hated his original existence, and when he met uh, met Alice, he joined the Collins with her. So I like that. He didn't even like being human to begin with. Because hmm. Hmm. I know with his story, um, he was changed from, oh, I forgot the, his maker's name. But she's some big time uh, vampire. Maria. 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 Yeah. Yep. He was changed from her, and then she used him to build her army, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has this, um, what is he like? That? He senses other people's emotions, or he changes their moods, or whatever. Yes. Yeah. So he, when he was killing off the weaker vampires who weren't qualified to be in the army he felt their pain um, and emotion and some kind of way he got away from Maria's manipulation and he met Alice 
And he was like, of course she knew I was coming. <laughs> right, because um, she had a vision of him. Yeah, yeah. But she she gave him that um, empathy and, you know, that she he needed. And then at that point, you know, Bella realizes, too, that, you know, spending eternity with Edward is more important to her than anything else and agrees to marry him. Yes. Yeah, it starts to become a, a bit more mature, her her decision to marry him. It's not like, oh, I just want to be with you because you're the only thing ever in my teenage life. Right. It <laughs> you goes... know, it's not like a snap judgment. It, it starts to become clear and her choice starts to get a little bit more mature and wiser. Right. And also, too, yeah. making her think, like you said, more wiser. To mm-hmm. to the whole entire thing of the consequences. Yes, yes, because there are consequences to just giving up uh, human life. Where she finds out in Breaking Dawn. Yes. <laughs> but you know, but then you know she winds up uh, camping out with uh, in the mountains to hide. Well, oh, you know, man, that was awesome. Yeah, I love that thing. I love the smack talking between first, Edward and him. Yeah, and that is so cringeworthy because <laughs> first it was like she's going back and forth, right, between Edward and Jacob because the Cullens have to feed, and apparently they all the animals are scared off or ran away, so they have to go to different parts outside of. Washington State, I don't know, to feed. But they can't leave her alone, so in comes the wolf pack and Jacob, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, yeah, because um, Edward and Bella, they go, like you said, camping out somewhere. And yeah, Jacob's in the mountains. Like, oh, okay, I come. And they're like, um, we didn't invite you, but okay. <laughs> we thought you and then she's also leave. freezing. She's also freezing up in the mountains, too. So yeah. Yeah, it's a you big, know, um, like, cold storm. Yeah. And then remember, he takes off her his shirt and gives it yeah, to her. Yeah, I like that and part. Then des- and then, of course, that's when Edward goes, do you ever, do you ever own a shirt or something no, like that? I to. Wow. And he was going to put his body over her to keep her warm, and then Edward was going to object to it. Yeah, you start to see how Edward... How you start to see Edward's limitations, you know, and he starts to think about it too, because they both kind of rushed into this, to be honest. Uh, but Without... he starts to understand, like, oh, I can't really like keep her warm because I'm cold blooded, like I or I'm cold, like I can't, I can't hug my my woman, you know, and it's a it's, a, it's winter. What am I gonna do? Make it worse, and she's about to die. And Jacob comes in like, yo, I can I can provide some warmth. He's like, don't touch her. She's my woman. You know, but then, of course, he, you know, spoons her <laughs> in the tent, cuddles up to her, keeps her warm, keeps her alive, which is good. Um, but, yeah, you're getting, you were getting into their dialogue, which I agree with you. It's, to me, it's very cringeworthy because they're both talking about um, how much do you love her? 
And he's like, and Jacob's like, this is the woman that I'm in love with. And then Errol was like, this is the woman I want to spend out my rest of my life with. And it goes back and forth. It's very odd. Right. <laughs> it is. And then... Especially okay, when the goodness... other man is in bed with your woman. <laughs> he's like, this is the woman I'm in love with. And it's like, but I love her too. Right. And then she kisses the both of them. Yeah, and then I think she tells she kissed, them... She kissed Edward, though, to make him stay. Because... Right. Like you said, they were engaged. No, not Edward. Jacob. No. Yeah, it. Sorry. Edward, the vampire, and Bella were engaged, but they wanted to keep the engagement from Jacob, or she did. So I think right, she but... kissed Jacob so he could stay for the battle. Right. She, she did that, and then she kissed Edward. And then she tells Edward that I love the both of you, but I love you more turning over to Edward. Mm. And yeah, I have a problem with that because (laughs) I was told before that you're allowed to love more than one person when you're with someone. I'm like, what? (laughs) Oh, that's what Jacob says, right? No, no. Is this me? Is this I'm just using an example of what happened with me. I'm like, so I'm just thinking back to that moment of what that scene is. Yeah, I'm Jacob like, said nah. that too, though. He said, but Shouldn't you it? can be in love with more than one person, right? Yeah, and I'm like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, nah, you bro. know, it, but Edward did kind of become a tiebreaker, though. He was like, well, um. I would want her to be happy. So I'd be willing to walk away. And then and at that, that moment, point, that's... She's like... Right. Mm, I guess I'm going with this vampire then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that whole thing was awkward. And then he found out about engagement. He's like, you getting married to him? And that's when, <laughs> you know, she kissed him. And I was like, this, this is just awkward. I just can't... Right. <laughs> And then that's when, of course, Victoria appears. Mm-hmm. And then that's when Edward kills her. And then uh, Seth kills Riley. And then the Colons and the Quillate Wolves are destroying her army. Which yeah. I thought the army sequences were really good. I really that thought the battle good. sequences for that was really good. That was good. And the funny part was Riley, because he thought Victoria was in love with him. And right. the wolf was eating him. And he's like, Victoria! She's like, I don't know you. <laughs> he's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. You mean tell me you were never in love with me? <laughs> and then Jacob is also injured while saving Leah. Yeah, he is. From a newborn. Um, and then, of course, the, several of the vampire police comes. Yeah, And that's when we actually see the Volteri. So, you know, that leads us to the question was, why didn't they come the first, you know what I'm saying? You would think because someone would actually got word in that Victoria is changing these vampire, these humans into vampires right off the bat to where they would actually swing in before this battle even happened. Yeah, I think Jane and uh, a set of the vampires knew about it 
but they were like, oh, let's see what happens. Because that part I didn't understand. That Jane, was Jane engaged to Edward or something? Because she was really pissed. Yeah. Every time Bella was around him. But maybe that's in the books that you didn't read. Probably. <sighs> Sorry. You never know what happened. Yeah, there's always there's other sites that you can actually get clip notes. <laughs> I guess so. But, you know, then we have Bree Tanner who refused to fight and surrendered to Carlise, which is actually Edward's father. Corlisle is his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Mr. Colin. Okay. Yep. Yep, Corlisle. Then instructs Felix to kill her. Brie to. Okay, that's right. So, uh, I'm just looking through my notes. And then, mm-hmm. of course, uh, he refused to fight and surrendered to. Uh, Carlisle, Jane, tortures Bree to collect information, then instructs Felix to kill her. Yeah. Then, of course, you know, the Collins are all about showing uh, mercy on people and wants to actually uh, wants them to spare her. Yeah, when I first saw that movie, I thought she was going to live. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, they're just going to let her die. Okay. <laughs> she was an innocent victim. She she didn't want to be a vampire. It no. was imposed upon her. And then at that point, uh, Bella is still human. Bella informs her that the date of her transformation has been set. Bella visits the injured Jacob to tell him that even though she is in love with him, she has chosen to be with Edward. Edward. I choose Edward. And she acts like she's sad by her choice, but actually on the inside, she's actually happy. Yeah. On the outside, she's sad. She wants to keep Jacob around as like a heating pad when she gets cold. Right. But she, Jacob also <laughs> agrees to stop coming in between them. Yeah. And of course, Bella and Hang Edward. Hang in there, Joe. I get you go. Hang in there, Joe. We almost there. We just got two more films. Bella there. and Edward go We're to the meadow there. where she. T- <laughs> this is in my notes. Bella and Edward go to their meadow, to the meadow where she tells him she has decided to do things this way. Get married, make love, then be transformed into the into a vampire. She she also explains to him that why am I watching this movie? Uh, she also explains that <laughs> she has never has have a normal and never will be. She will never be normal. She felt out of place her whole entire life. So she actually has some connectivity with some connection with Jasper on that level, where she didn't uh-huh. even feel comfort in her outside of her own skin. Yeah, but that's called being a teenager. Right. It's about trying to find who you are. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> um, <sighs> okay. But when she is in Edward's world, she feels stronger and complete. At the end, <laughs> and they need to tell Charlie about their engagement, and yeah. that's the end of the movie. All right. <laughs> now we're going to part one of Breaking Dawn. <laughs> oh, oh, that was painful. Cringe-worthy moment, John. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
Jacob and finds I, out about Bella's wedding because apparently they decided to give him an invitation. <laughs> right. Who does? Even that? though she friend zoned him again. <laughs> he come to our wedding. Oh. <laughs> then he turns into a wolf and runs into the rain, dramatically <laughs> with wet fur. Let's also. There's also. That's also a dream sequence, though, too. That's it. Remember the dream sequence at the very beginning of part one where Bella's where Jacob not Jacob but where Edward's standing at the altar. Yeah, she has some really deep fucked up dreams. My dreams are messed up. But dang girl. Like, yeah, she walked down the altar and she's like, Hey, hey everybody, hey, how you doing? I'm being married, I'm being married. You know, <laughs> but also too. Who's, Jacob... who's at the altar? Who who's officiating the wedding in her dream? It's the Voltaire, right? Yeah, it's Voltaire. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, she's like, "Wait, this is this is kind of wrong. What's going on?" And then Jacob has some blood on his lips, and she's like, "What happened to your lips? Somebody bust you in the face?" And then she turns around, all her wedding gifts are piled underneath her. Like they all slaughtered and killed them. And it's like a bloodbath. And he's like, Yeah, this is your future with me. She's like, Oh. And she wakes up, like, Do I want this? <laughs> that was the Tamika version. Of the okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tamika version. But another thing, though, is this, okay. uh, she also gives Jacob the invitation, but he also. But here's the thing, uh, he also left town, so Jacob never fully on went to the wedding, right? Mm-hmm. He didn't. No. And then, of course, um, Edward. Of course, the wedding returns while dancing with Jacob in the woods, away from everyone else. Oh, I like to point out that it was interesting the professions that the vampires have like Alice is a wedding planner she's like those shoes don't go with that I'm planning everything right. she's like put that lot there put it there put it there put it there Mr. Cullen is a doctor who's actually a preacher all of a sudden <laughs> <laughs> which you can probably get this you can't actually get a license like that online to be able to yeah, you be can. a so maybe he went to online commoner. Wow, commoneri, so talented. But that that is that is interesting though, you know, having vampires in real life professions, like a doctor, a wedding planner, a nurse, like having them as like in the healthcare field, right? <laughs> All except so one twisted that it's like. It, it shows you it can happen if Mr. Cullen can treat his patients without sucking their blood then there's a chance for the rest of the vampires to become doctors this exactly. message was endorsed by Tamika <laughs> <laughs> okay let's see oh, and then... And then we get into their honeymoon oh when I first yeah, saw let's get... movie, I think I went to the theater to see it I like everybody else who is a pervert freak we were like <laughs> oh shit this one they gonna get it on yes finally 
I was excited for this honeymoon. I'm glad someone but... was. <laughs> I was excited. I was like, I missed out on that. I, I was like, how's this gonna work? I'm so excited. It's like I'm in it too. And then like he went somewhere, like they were in the honeymoon. What they uh, went to? Spain? Isles is is Izel Isme or am I anyways I, I have this wrote Let's down. Let's pretend like they went to Brazil. Well, it's I S L E E S M E. Okay. Isles okay. Or something. Isme. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I'm okay, bad with names. Cool. Awesome. That's what it is tonight. So anyway, okay. so he went out on the patio. He's like, "Okay, I'm gonna give you some time to yourself." And then she's like, "Okay, cool." Then all of a sudden, she does this awkward stuff where she's like, "Oh my god, okay, okay, I gotta brush my teeth, I comb my hair, I gotta shave my leg." Which she should have did before she got married. Like you pre-game that girl, you pre-game the bottom, you pre-game the legs, all the way down, ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Why do you hey. hate me on this show? <laughs> hey, don't feel bad. It's not as bad as my rant that I did earlier. So you know, for that period. We're gonna talk about that in a minute. This is a rated R show now. Anyway, she should have pregame. That's all I'm saying. Well, you get wet. She also had the lingerie though too. She had the lingerie yeah, packed. She got that, but she didn't get her wax appointment. That's no, she didn't I'm get saying. a wax on. She should have get a wax on before she went to this honeymoon. <laughs> then she won't have to worry about shaving because she was shaving fast. And I was like, you're gonna cut herself and take it from somebody. And then Jasper's that. gonna come in and trying to attack her. Yeah, yeah. Thank you somebody that like cut that shaves their legs. They used to in a hurry when I first started. That stuff hurt. Okay. Anyways, and then you know she picks out her clothes. She's like, oh my god, oh my god. And then she's freaking out like, oh my god, how am I gonna have sex? Oh my gosh, am I pretty enough? Whatever. Oh, okay. okay. And I gotta keep going. Yeah, and then you know, Edward's like, "Oh, they're gonna randomly take a swim at night in this lake, the moonlight." And then she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna get naked and then take a swim too." And then, um, then they have sex with what we've been waiting on. Right, but she also has bruises on her. Yeah, yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Because then he broke the bed, like literally, it broke in half. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh yeah, this is some good sex." But anyway, I digress. And then, and then she's, all, she's happy, you know, morning glow, like, "Oh yes, finally had sex, and I'm good." And he's like, "Oh no, I hurt you. I'm sorry, I was rough." What do you mean rough? It was amazing. Oh my gosh, it was like everything I ever dreamed it would be. Oh my god, with these bruises on my body, you went a little too far there. But I still love you. I, I still think we should do it again. <laughs> and then he denies her sex. He's like, no, I may hurt you. I just can't. Let's just play chess throughout this whole movie. And yeah, jump that's off what... waterfalls. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what they did. They played chess. And do anything but have sex. And then she right. was tempting him. Like, I'm just gonna be in my little skimpy clothes so I can get D. Because I want the D. And you deny right. me the D. And he, and he like, doesn't want the V. Mm-mm. Yeah, he don't <laughs> want the V because he made destroy the V. Like, literally, break it in half. 
And then he just put a sheet over her like, mm, that's tempting, but no, I gotta control myself. That's when he went into PG-13 Edric Holland again. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, I can see all these messages, Stephanie Meyer saying, oh, wait till marriage to have sex. I'm like, okay. But then there's the after effect where it's like, oh, there's right. all these bruises on my body. My my husband has abused me sexually. But we don't want to talk about that. No, no, not at all. And then <laughs> then let's get into the whole thing. She winds up finding out that her period is late. She starts vomiting. Ooh. Well, I thought she vomited at first because she didn't know how to cook chicken. <laughs> she didn't cook it all the way. She just she put so you're telling me because she's white. So you're telling me because she's white, uh, 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 she, did, she didn't season her chicken. She didn't so season her her She got some chicken and some peanut butter. And I'm like, what's she going to do with that? <laughs> that sounds interesting. Damn. She, you didn't even use the peanut butter. She just plopped the chicken in the pan. And then she she was eating it and it was red and she was starting to throw up. I was like, see, that's why you didn't cook it all the way. That's what I thought when I first saw it. <laughs> but then, you know, like you said, like like we said, with the whole entire thing where she ends up vomiting, she winds up not having a period. Mm-hmm. And then she uh, she ref- says she wants to keep the child and convinces Edward's sister, Rosalie, to act as her bodyguard. They fly yeah. back home to Forks, Washington. Though Bella has only been pregnant for two weeks, the baby rapidly grows. And okay, so her father still thinks that she's on her honeymoon. Yeah. And it's been three months since he actually saw his daughter. So that's mm. like the longest damn honeymoon that anyone has ever been on on the face of the planet. That's like, it, like the best honeymoon ever. That's like you're moving on that honeymoon. It's like you're wanting to actually be like Corey and Topanga where you actually want to live in Hawaii. Yeah, and not come back home. I don't want to come back. <laughs> We're starting a new life. <laughs> uh, I do have to say, when Edward found out she was pregnant, he's like, oh, Edward, I, I missed my period. He's like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then he just freezes like, oh. And then all of a sudden, you know, like she said, she calls them. And then Mr. Cullen's on the phone. He snatched the phone like it's 24. We got a situation here. What do we do with it? What do we do? What do we do? Right. And then they even do Google searches. They even do. Remember, I think Jasper does a Google search. It's possible. (laughs) Like it's a bomb. (laughs) And then they even show like a demon vampire baby growing inside of someone, which is uh, an illustration part in in a book. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, I mentioned to you this film could be a horror movie mm-hmm. because her appearance like you said when she says the baby's growing rapidly like let's say in three days she's like five months pregnant and then in like four days she's up to like seven months like it just goes the baby just grows so fast and it's sucking the life out of her literally like it's drinking her blood from the inside right. It's cracking her ribs, and she's just skinny, like skeleton, like anorexic. And you see her bones and just protruding out I, of her skin, and you're like, oh. Geez. I do have to say, the special effects for that was really good. It was. And, and so, then they um, had this roundtable discussion, like, 
they call the baby it, you know, and it's like, <laughs> are you going to keep it? And it's like this whole, um, they don't really come out with the word, but they're like abortion, basically, is what they discuss. Right. <clears throat> right. They asked if they should terminate the pregnancy. Yeah. And she's like, no. And they was like, well, we need to turn you. No, I, I want to carry my baby to the full term as a human. I want to experience the joys of motherhood. I'm like, right. lady, this is not the joys of motherhood. No, this is way past that. <laughs> You're way past that. Another level of motherhood. Like, I, right. just, I don't understand. I've never been pregnant. Uh, um, Me either. I have friends who have been, and I, I can understand from their telling me that pregnancy is very hard on the body, but this is another level. <laughs> At but least then you they don't figure out. Oh. <laughs> but not only that, but then they figure out that if you wind up letting her drink her own blood, the baby will actually eat off of that. That was, oh, that was her blood? Yeah, that was actually her blood that they actually got. Oh, wow. Okay. So they must have got that before she she got worse. Right. That's Uh, what I'm thinking. Okay. I thought they had some animal blood or something. Mm -mm, That was her blood. blood. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyways, uh, Jacob's then, of course, Jacob rushes over to the Collins house. Bella's now, you know, you already said it. Mm-hmm. She's pale, underweight. Jacob's pissed off at her. And she. Deter- this is whenever he tells her that she needs to terminate the baby. Yeah, everybody is saying, you need to get rid of that baby. She's like, no, I'm keeping it. Her and Rosalie, they're like, um, I guess you could say this is a pro-life, pro-choice argument that's going on in this film. Which that's why I asked about Stephanie Meyer's stance because it seems like she, this is the most political film to me. Uh, it's talking a lot about abortions and and pro choice right. and pro life. I know <laughs> some people will say, "Are oh, you reading too much into it?" But go back and see it's Breaking Dawn. It's basically what it is. <laughs> go back and right. see Breaking Dawn one and read. To the be critics. honest with you, this is to be honest with you, this is actually the more mature movie out of the three films. Yeah, it is. And the most horrific, too. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, she starts uh, you know, they start. she starts breaking her bones and everything, like you said, mm-hmm. and then they have to do an emergency C-section. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, they the C-section, Edward had to bite the cord. And he had to get the baby out. Which, where was Mr. Cullen, by the way? Wasn't he supposed to be doing this? Another thing, though, too, is you have vampires cutting you open and you're bleeding. Well, Rosalie, she was there at first and then she saw all the blood and she they had to restrain her. Right. Apparently, Edward is so mature that it doesn't bother him anymore. He could just go in and cut his baby's cord right. with his teeth. And of course, Bella wakes up and sees her newborn daughter, and then she, uh, you know, she winds up holding it for a minute. And she says the baby's name, Riz's resume, and then after that, she passes out. And but the then, baby bit her too. 
by the way. I just yeah, I, I saw that, and she was like, "Ow!" And I was like, well, "You got a demon child?" <laughs> but yeah, then uh, of course that's whenever they go on ahead and try to uh, revive her, and of course Edward bites her over and over and over again to try yeah, and all over her body. And it takes a while for the vampire venom to actually take effect, for it to actually work. I have a small uh, question. He did um, um, shoot her with some type of adrenaline, but he said it was his venom. Did he say that? I don't remember, to be honest with you on that one. He stabbed her in the chest, you know, like... Yeah, it was adrenaline. It was adrenaline. Oh, okay. To bring her back, because she was... She basically died once the baby came out. And when they right. do the overshot, it's horrific. There's it really blood is. everywhere and she's just bones. It's like bones. It's, it's, it's terrible. It's, it's very shocking scene. I was like, oh my gosh. It is exactly. the darkest of the series. It is definitely the darkest and the most bloodiest and goriest part yeah. of a PG-13 film. Matter of fact, they were actually thinking about making this a rated R movie at it first. It should have been rated R. Yeah. I'm surprised they because, got away with all this. Well, to be honest with you, they were actually having to struggle with that. I remember the controversy with it. Where they were like, I don't know if we want to go rated R with it or PG-13. And I remember fans of the book is like, well, if you're going to do rated R, you need to do it the right way in the full context of what the book actually is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. But the way they did it for a PG-13 movie was really good. They gave us enough blood to where it wasn't a rated R film. Because if there's too much blood splatter in a movie, they can change that into a rated R movie just for blood splatter. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I I was going to say... Um, it's a little background that I researched about because my it says Meyer was inspired by a legend called Incubus for Bella's yep. pregnancy. Yep. Um, the scene in the book, which you didn't read, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> uh, Incubus legend is about a demon who fathered a child. Um, Meyer's description of the pregnancy was uh, more horrific, but the publishers um, persuaded her to tone it down. So. Oh, okay. So I was right about it uh, mm-hmm. being toned down. Yeah. Okay. So I do remember that struggle. Um, so, of course, Jacob and uh, goes over to his family being pissed off and everything because she died. Uh, and then, uh, so let's see. Okay, there we go. That's right. The werewolves, of course, learn about Bella's laboring. They attack the uh, they attack the Colin's house and attempt to kill the baby because they want to kill the baby, mm-hmm. fearing that it would become too uh, too great of a threat. Edward, Alice, and Jasper defend their home with the help of Leah and Seth, and later assisted by Charlize. And, of course, Emmett. Uh, Jacob then runs outside to stop the fight and transforms into a CGI werewolf. (laughs) Jacob and Sam surely commence with each other Uh temporarily, (laughs) telepathically, (laughs) 
Jacob reads Jacob's mind, announcing that Jacob has imprinted on re- resume and since the uh, wolf's most absolute law is now it's not to harm anyone who has been imprinted on. They leave. I have to go back some. Um, okay. When um, when Jacob stands up to um, who's the leader of the pack? The wolf pack. Uh, let's... I yeah, he has a. Yeah, he winds up standing up to them. Um, yeah, but the, the the cringe worthy and dumb part to me was that the you know in the animation they made the animals' mouths move right. Right. Their their mouths don't move; they just growl. Like you say, bitch, CGI characters growling, and then you hear right. this echo voice like, "I'm not going anywhere." You know, <laughs> I agree. That it's was like cringeworthy. That, I'm not going anywhere. I'm Jacob. I'm gonna stay. I don't know. You're not gonna stay. And you don't see anything. You just like, am I hearing their thoughts? I don't know what's going on. Where is this coming from? <laughs> right. So I mean, it's I don't know. <laughs> but oh. I do love the part where. You finally get to see the effect of the vampire blood flowing through uh, the venom flowing through her veins. And then it ices over. Yeah, that was cool. And then finally she wakes up with red eyes. Mm -hmm. Beautiful hair. Right? Beautiful hair. And there is a post-credits scene. Oh. Where she receives a letter from... Where uh, Arrow and his brothers Marcus and Kalas receive a letter from Carousel announcing that the Collins have a new member of the family. Arrow informs his brothers that his feud with the Collins is not yet over, as they have so- uh, something that he wants. Damn! How did I miss that post-credit scene? And I now think I was we too go. freaked out. No, we don't go there yet. I got a few more things to say, but it's gonna be very quick. I promise you. Okay. <sighs> so anyway, um, going back to the critics, um, uh, some people had controversy with the book because it was Bella not choosing her own path, but thinking that pregnancy was her only existence. Like giving birth uh, was the only assistance. Okay. Um, some other people, uh, Natalie Wilson from Miss Magazine, 20, is, is 2011 article. She was saying that there's a lot of pro life things in the movie. And some Catholic um, organizations praised the film for pro life message. So a lot of people attached their agenda onto this film. Or maybe right. Myers kind of put that in there that this you know theme of pro life. Well, I remember that controversy, but then I also remember the imprint part also had some controversy with the minor. Yes, with and Jacob. It's creepy. Right. That was also cause some controversy. I don't know if you remember that or not. No, I don't, but I don't understand why people pick parts of a film and say, this film is great because of the pro-life. I'm like, uh, no, there's some imprinting 
there's some more <laughs> stuff to it this side. Oh, I choose to have my baby. I'm like, okay. Yeah, before the baby could even make a decision, he already made the decision for the baby. Well, actually, that part is tricky to me. Because it feels like she imprinted on him. But I don't, she doesn't have that power, though. Who, Bella? The baby. No, I don't think so. It was the part where he came in. Um, Jacob came in and killed the baby after Bella died, quote unquote. Um, and then all of a sudden, Rosalie lifted her in the air, and the baby looked straight at her. And then, oh, well, maybe he did do the imprint. Anyway, it was weird. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I remember the controversy. Yeah, yeah, because he had this series. It went through a series of. Uh, a timeline of her growing up and they're holding hands and he describing what it means to imprint on someone. Right. But he doesn't say the words that we're secretly in a relationship now. And just like, oh, I'm her protector. I'm, I, I look out for her. Blah, blah, blah. And she said, Stephanie Myers said she was inspired by the imprint concept from a mid, what, Midsummer Night's Dream. Right. Anyway, let's go to the second one. Okay. So (laughs) the second one actually picks up where the first one. No, 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 no. I'm going to make my point in a minute. Okay. But the Breaking Dawn Part 2 actually leaves us off right where the first one left off at. At that point, Bella's still downstairs looking at everyone. She's trying to come into her own as a vampire and trying to figure out her powers. She's also ten times stronger than the Collins mm-hmm. to be a half human, half to be a vampire that was actually turned within twenty four hours yeah, and being strong. Though. Yeah, yeah, she's new. Mm-hmm. And then also too, um, she also kicked uh, Jacob's ass because she finally she found out that. Her baby's actually imprinted, and at that point, there's a little bit of bonding with the Collins because they're all laughing their asses off because Edward's wife is actually kicking Jacob's ass. Yeah, and so you call my baby Nessie by the Loch Ness monster. I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's the least I love that worry. scene though. <laughs> that part <laughs> is the scene that I liked that's because it made me laugh a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> but. You know, I really felt like the these two last of the films were the better of the two. There was yeah. not that much cringeworthy stuff as to, opposed to the other ones. Yeah, it's just the the imprint thing. That's that's right. cringeworthy. But yeah, I right. I saw Breaking Dawn too. The guy I was dating at the time when it came out because he read all the books, and so yeah, I became the dude in that relationship. I was like, oh. Because of these stupid movies. He's like, I like these books. What are you talking about? Like, oh, why am I with you? I hate myself. <laughs> I hate this relationship. <laughs> but yeah, Bella's um yeah, Bella's awakening was magical, of course. You know. And of course they had sex, so she was like, I can handle you this time. So I was happy for her. Right. Um the then... baby the way the baby looked. Disturbed me because it was 
Photoshop. Like it, I, I think they said it was like a, a actually a robot or something that mechanical robot, <laughs> like an animatronic. I, yeah, I like don't an, understand why they couldn't get a regular baby. Like, do they think regular babies are ugly? They need something that's like subhuman, beautiful. Well, I know sometimes they'll use like a baby doll, or if one of the babies are sick or whatever, they use a backup baby. But I never heard of about an animatronic baby because I know in that movie American Sniper, the one of the babies was sick or something like that, oh, and so no. they used a baby doll oh. in place of it. Yes, but there are plenty of children that are beautiful. That could right. have been in this movie. As right. A baby. Exactly. Just feed it milk. It'll do whatever you want. I mean, I'm sorry. Feed I the just, child milk. Sorry. That was probably it. No, I don't blame you, though. Because I don't get that either. I really don't. It just disturbed me every time. I know they wanted to show, like, the growth of the child, right? That it, it wasn't like normal right. children, but there should have been a way to make it a little bit more natural. Oh, exactly. Her face just disturbed me. And then I like it when Caroline, Carol, well, uh, Jacob, well, not Jacob, but the Collins' father is actually keeping tabs on her yeah, on the rapid yeah. growth. Mm-hmm. So I love that aspect of the doctor who's actually the grandfather of this child and keeping up with her. Yeah. Because he cares for her and you can tell that he loves her. Yeah. So I like that. And like I said, there's nothing really cringeworthy other than that baby. Yeah, two well, this is the iPod part when the guy was dating. Two kind of became my favorite because it was like uh, like a family reunion of vampires. You know, because mm. one of their co- the Cullen's cousins saw um, what's the name? Resume. Right. Um, and in there, uh, according to the Voltaire, if you turn a child as one of the ultimate scenes. So she thought, right. oh my God, they turned a child. I have to report this. So it okay, was that's to... what I was getting to. Okay, okay. go ahead. You, you and I are both on the same page. Yeah, go. No, 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 keep on going. Oh, you're, well, you're... yeah. So anyway, it started to spread and they're turning children. Um, so they had to actually present Resume, who is now like, well, she looks like she's seven. <laughs> In some kind of way, she can touch um, someone and show her story of who she really is. But you, yeah. can, you can fill in the, the holes of where I'm going with this. Um, okay. So she can prove to them, no, I was, my mom's a human. Right. right, and I'm actually was born a human, human. B- before Florida. she was turned. Yeah, right. But not only that, but then also too, the uh, the Volturi also has their own powers though too. Like where you can have their own powers turned against you, mm. which was something I was actually scared with with uh, Rosalie. Because remember, one of the vampires she had, uh, or I forgot. There was like one scene where where it was supposed to darken their eyes or something to where they were blind. Instead, it ended up reversing back on that vampire. Oh, damn! 
where where do I be at for these things? <laughs> because I think, but yeah, each vampire had their own power on yeah, what they, they do. do. Uh-huh. Which I thought I found unique. That part was really awesome. Like how all the vampires came, you know, when they, of course, they heard the story about the child. Right. Which is kind of like Jesus. I'm going to be honest with you. Jesus is a vampire, but Mm. I'm just saying that everybody was coming to see the child. I'll be quiet Mm. now. (laughs) But I'll be honest with you. Arrow actually gives me the creeps with that smile he has. Which one was that? He's the leader of the vel of the of the oh, military. The oh my gosh! Yeah, he is. He gives me the creeps because I thought as soon as because don't forget this is not the first time something like this happened. They actually had to put someone else to death because of the fact that uh, they bit a human and then they gave birth to a a vampire child or something like that. Yeah, it was like so they, the 16th century or something and yeah. the child like destroyed the whole village. <laughs> yeah, like, so therefore them. they yeah, so therefore they the Volteris went on ahead, killed them, killed the family plus the kid. But that's also another thing that, that was what I was thinking. I'm like he's going to wind up popping that kid's that child's head off as yeah. soon as she touches him. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, yeah. That's the my first initial thought. I had goosebumps with that scene. I'm like, okay, this is not going to end well for that kid. And then, of course, Rosalie and everybody else is not there either because remember they go on their own journey mm-hmm. to try and find some proof. And of course, they also visit the other. You also have the Collins visiting all the other elders of their family side to show them that this child is actually half human and half vampire. Yeah, and everybody comes to the Cullen's house too, which is and, and then they visit some far off, like some of their relatives right. in the Middle East, like um oh the guy they played um oh, Queen, you know, Bohemian right. I forgot his name. But yeah, he's in this movie. Rami uh, I Remy Malik. Yeah. Yeah, he's in which I thought film. he did a fantastic job in this film too. Yeah, it seems like—is it just me or does it seem like in certain movies that actors play in, it could be the most, it could be the worst movie, and it could be the smallest little part that could actually amplify the movie and make mm-hmm. it better? No, it's not. It's because they're that good. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> but the yeah. actors. Yeah, it's. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was my favorite part though. There's all right. the vampires from every region. You have vampires from Ireland. They're just all coming here to see this child. It's like this one giant family reunion. You get to see everyone's powers. Uh, the Amazons come, which one of the Amazon chicks was like Tyra Banks, which I thought that was her at first. <laughs> and I was like, Tyra Banks in this movie? Oh, okay. Uh, and then, uh, like I said, I think, then of course, I thought the battle scene with this was really good, perfectly well done, especially with the werewolves, not trusting them. And then, of course, Bella's power is also a shield, so yeah. she can actually, so I thought that was actually pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I thought that the battle scene was really good. It was really violent for it to be a PG-13 movie, yeah. popping heads off. 
Oh man, I loved it. I was into it. Me too. When I saw it in the theaters, and it was me and a couple people too, and we were like, "Oh, ooh!" We were like hyped, excited, and it was all a dream. <laughs> well, it was oh, a well, vision a dream, in which a vision. What Rosalie had, if the consequences uh, behind the Voltary, if they went and uh, proceeded with what they were going to do. I wish you could have been in the theaters with me back then, John. Because as what soon was the as we like? found out it was a vision, somebody said, what the fuck? <laughs> they, were, they were pissed. They were like, oh. <laughs> and I was like, what? Let me that tell you something. Oh. Somebody better pop somebody's head off today. And they were like, oh, it's just a vision. Oh, okay, I guess we'll leave. You're going to leave. And then After I all that? to my boyfriend at the time. He like, yeah, that's how it was in the book. I'm like, why are you telling me this? <laughs> you see, this is exactly why you don't read the book. <laughs> I said, oh, I can't believe but, this. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I remember that whole entire thing, though, when people saw it in the movies and said it was just a dream. I'm like, okay, I don't need to see the movie now. But I forgot. It's been years since I heard about that, right? So, yeah. I got to experience it for the first time, and I was, like, into it. And then all of a yeah. sudden, that happened. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. See, it's like... So, it yeah, I did you. have that what the fuck moment. It draws you in, because you're like, oh, oh, this the battle I've been waiting for. You know, and everybody was into it, you know, and, you know, not to say anything, but there was a couple black people in the audience, and they, those were the ones that had the what the fuck moment. You know, they were very upset. Right. And then this is the way the movie ends. It ends mm. with mm. Oh, uh, with Jacob and a fully matured resume also together. Edward reads Alice's mind and feels relieved that there's nothing else there that could get in the way between her, between his love for Bella and him and that they actually feel complete and finally allows Edward to see and, you know, she actually sees into her mind, showing him every moment she and Edward share together. Yeah, they actually go through the whole entire thing with every single movie. Yeah. With I, the Twilight then, series. You know, it's them, and then it's Jacob and his and right. their daughter, and Edward and Bella as a happy family. A happy, right. creepy, fucked up family. <laughs> and this is what it says, though. This is the, this is the cringeworthy part for me. Okay. Bella, Bella telling Edward, nobody has ever loved anybody as much as I love you. And both Edward and Bella say they will love each other and be together forever. Yeah. Until somebody pops their heads off. Until there's another fucking sequel for this fucking movie. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I will tell you, I do like that the post-credits, they, they name everyone, even the background characters. Right. I do yeah. appreciate that. They that's, acknowledge that's awesome. their... Yeah. Right, because it's very rare, right, that we actually get to see that, where they actually acknowledge the background, the extras, and everything else. So that's mm -hmm. really great. And yeah. Anna Kendrick is in this movie, though, too, from, uh, what's that movie that she's in where they all sing? It's like, it's oh, got, uh... Oh, oh my gosh, I know exactly what you're talking about, but I can't remember. But yeah, she's in it, and stuff like that. And they're not so much as background characters. They're more of like 
Back. Characters that are like friends kind of thing. Where they Okay, they're back. Back row. Back row. But yeah, I definitely appreciate them doing that. Yeah. And then so, they do that from all the movies too. Like the the black guy you were talking about with dreads. They they show his name. Is everyone throughout the movie. And I like that song. I there is one song I do like. I like that ending song. Which I forgot the name of it. It's like one step. But my question is this. Do you okay? And I'm gonna sound like a little bit uh film on the rocks a little bit, but I'm not but this is just me asking this. Do you think that this actually needs a sequel? No. Everything's pretty much tied up. Because I've been seeing a bunch of fan posters lit up a while back where they were actually supposed to do a film. Well, Stephanie Myers wrote another book in the lenses of Edward Cullen's eyes where yeah, you actually saw the story. Out. Okay, so she did release that book. Yeah, it just came out like last month and everybody okay. hyped about it. My coworkers hyped about it. Um I think it's an interesting concept, but I don't want to see it as a movie or read about no, it. No, I think it's and not only that, but I don't think you're gonna get Robert Patterson to come back. No. Especially on the hike that he's in now. No. Where he actually broke away from that. Bring him down. So no. We're not gonna get another story from that. Mm-mm. No. And speaking of Robert Patterson and everything. He's a great actor. I actually enjoyed him in uh, The Devil and Everything, which Tamika and I are going to do a review on soon. But his performance was really good and everything. So I was able to get rid of the whole Twilight thing and be able to watch a Robert Pattinson movie. It took me a while, John. Me too. Because all I saw was him as Twilight. And then, like well, I said, you start to see these. I think you and Frenchie probably talked about it. Um, the more he's in these weird out there roles, the better he is. Mm-hmm. So the more I start to see those roles, I slowly just start to forget that he was in Twilight. <laughs> he was a glittery see, vampire. Me- Okay, for me, though, it was hard for me to actually break away from that because I tried every single movie I could think of to actually watch. And I think it might have been the writing, the direction. It could be either one of those. But none of those movies made me feel like that he could actually do his own film. But then The Devil uh, and everything, all the time. The Devil All the Time came out on Netflix. I watched it. The dude can act. Mm -hmm. The dude can really act. And this is back whenever I wasn't a big Ben Affleck fan. I'm just using this as an example. But all of a sudden, Argo comes out. I'm a Ben Affleck fan. So now I'm rooting for Robert Pattinson. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I still don't care for Kristen Stewart. But she managed to break out of her Twilight role. The only person that got trapped was um, Taylor Lautner. Right. He Taylor Lautner trapped. is the but I think that had, like, you and I talked about this earlier, mm-hmm. I, that had to do a lot with his agent and everything, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. You know, with the roles that he picked. Ab- abduction, wasn't that supposed right. to be his breakout role? After right. That, that was supposed to be a good blockbuster movie, and it tanked. Went downhill from there. 
Mm-hmm. And like I told you, he's now married to a kindergarten teacher. Um, and he's doing what? <laughs> and he's doing great for himself. And he's in movies here and there. But right. I think he wants to just focus on life. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with yeah, an actor that wants okay to do that. I'm okay with that, too. <clears throat> he gave up. I'm okay with that. Well, anyways, that's going to do it for the movies that makes us cringe for the Twilight. If you guys like this, smash smash that share button. Share this with everybody. Also, too, if you want to actually talk about this, send us a voicemail message. And we'll actually play it on our next episode. And we'll discuss it openly with everyone. And we'll keep an open mind on what you think as well. Um, another thing too, guys, is we actually have a place where you can actually donate now. You can donate to buymeandcoffee.com slash movie lovers. That's just to keep the lights on here at Movie Lovers Unite. And I know that with a pandemic, it's actually hard for people to actually donate. But if you guys want to donate a couple couple coffees this way, go on ahead. And this is also another thing I want to do. I want to do digital giveaways for everybody. So with me doing that, with you guys donating, I can actually give back to you, the community. Another thing, too, is we also have a webpage called www.movieloversunite.com. We also have a place where you can actually support our podcast. As a matter of fact, you can find that in the links in the description notes as well with everything else that I'm talking to you about. And you can subscribe for like 99 cents a month or you can do a dollar or whatever you guys can actually afford. You guys don't have to, but if you guys want to, that's you guys can. But we also have a Pinterest now for Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite. We also have an Instagram Instagram for Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite. You can also follow me at John DeGorio8 on Twitter. You can also follow a Movie Lovers Unit on Twitter. You can also find me on all social media platforms at John DeGorio and also at Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite on Facebook. And I also want to mention one other thing. I'm going to have Frenchie on probably Wednesday doing our TMNT, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles review for that and i'm actually going to be having another podcaster come in tomorrow we're going to be reviewing cabin in the woods so we're getting a little spooky (laughs) yeah this is your um 31 days of horror right right this is actually our 31 days of horror but i might actually do it to where it's like not 31 days since we haven't really been doing it that much so it just might be just us just reviewing horror movies all the way up until uh, Halloween. Okay. <laughs> so, anyways, guys, that's where you guys can actually follow me. Another thing, too, you guys can uh, go ahead and find our podcast on all platforms where you guys can w- listen to your podcast on. We're now available on Amazon, which is I'm actually Woo. something that I'm a I'm excited about. Raise the roof. Woo. <laughs> Woo. 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 <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> but anyways, guys always and until next time have a good night have a blessed day and stay safe bye bye bye